He just cut you off. That's fine. Go for it. All right, dude. No, that's it. Yeah, I wasn't saying anything Tallest important. podcast on earth. And uh, what's up, my nibbins? We're workshopping that. I like that <laughs> a lot, dude. Anyways, this is Grant. Grant's my brother. This is Mike. This is my friend. Kind of brother. And your brother. Yeah, basically my brother. Unblooded. Probably the two closest people, you know, from the longest time ago. Yeah. In my life. Except you and I hated each other growing up. Yeah, till like, I would say 18. Well, when I was 18. Yeah. Do you remember any moment when it changed? Yeah, visiting you in uh, Hawaii. Did you hate I- him on the flight there? I think I, I remember thinking, oh, I haven't seen Taylor in such a long time, because I'd been living alone in San Francisco for like two years or something by mm-hmm. then, and I hadn't visited you at all. No, no, no. We I don't even think we talked. It's really crazy. I don't think dude, we texted because, at all. Wait, 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 wait. You lived in San Francisco. What? When did you move there? No, I was twenty-one. And so, by that time, you were how old? You were nineteen. Yeah, so 19. you had just finished a year at Irvine. Yeah, that's right. And okay, you so that's blew why that. That's why he didn't visit you. Because yeah. he was gone. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, no, no, but a year before that. Or no, you're right. Yeah. You were, you were gone for a year. But it's interesting that's to fine. me because when I look back on our childhood, I just don't remember doing things together. <laughs> our shared childhood. I mean, yeah. But that's right. the crazy part that is, is it's like, yeah, it is true. our shared childhood. But we remember it completely differently, probably. Definitely. Because <clears throat> the only thing I really remember, like, let's get past we were just kids and we played soccer together and like. Like right. I'm trying to remember when we really started separating and I have certain like examples in my head. Like I remember you were in the bathroom one time and I tied like a string from the bathroom door onto another door. <laughs> this is when like mom and dad, you know, were like they would yeah. both work until five, yeah. <clears throat> five. And you and I would be home for like two or three hours every day. Alone. Yeah. From like, from like two to five. Yeah. I remember yeah. From that. two to five. And I remember using a string or like one of mom's like resistance bands and tying the, door from the bathroom <laughs> onto the other handle right. from the other room and you wouldn't be able to get out and we that's that's what i remember how old do you being, think that was i was probably 11 yeah maybe younger actually i think so but like i just remember so you guys weren't beating cool up on each other no. no it was like i think i started to get resentful junior high ish time because i think that's when you remember there was a period of time where you were taller than me in junior high and then I passed you again for a little bit. Yeah, I, I And then froze. in high school, and then you went and like went. That's why up. you didn't like him because he was taller than you. Well, in a way, it was yeah, it was it was like belittling. You know That's, what I'd like to this know? This is perfect, a perfect way to start the tallest. This podcast is great. And yeah. what I'd actually <laughs> like to know now is like, yeah, what was your perspective of me growing up? Do you really even remember? <laughs> that was my perspective, big time. But not really I because it. I was you were I'm taller looking than up me. at him. Yeah, I get it. You yeah. were taller than me until what age? Uh, it it's sometime in junior high. So like, I don't know, like eight or nine. When do you go to junior high? How old are you in junior high? No, you're eleven. No, you're twelve to fourteen in junior high. Okay, so around there, right? Yeah, no. yeah, but like, okay, even... no, that's high school. Oh, oh, you are twelve through fourteen. Yeah, yeah fourteen is high school. I'm pretty sure thirteen, fourteen. Well, graduating middle school is fourteen, probably also. Sure. So yeah. you're probably ten when you go to middle school, right? Yeah. 10, 11. Yeah, yeah that's okay. fair. Anyways, I'm just so interested to know, like, from your perspective, why did why were we not like, oh, dude, we play fucking soccer together and like we have fun well, together. It was like, one thing. It's like never cool to go to school with your brother ever. 
Like I'm older than you. I have my friend group. Yeah. Like to be they clear, see me two as, years older than me. Yeah, yeah. two years yeah. older. They see me a certain way. I've like established this like you cool don't want him vibe. to break the facade. Yeah, and it it is a facade. Mm. I mm. I can admit that, or at least partially. No, it's just you know. At the time, it's I mean, like a little bit different. I like wa- I wanted to be perceived a certain way. I just always and Taylor like you were just you. Taylor knew, you know, when I was shitting in the bathtub, and I don't want other people to know that. You know, you really? know a different side of me. Yeah, I think so. You think like what is the deal with? He's older seen your brothers? vulnerability because it's so weird. Like on you see some people where it's like their older brother, like wants to take care of the younger brother, right? And then I felt like growing up, it wasn't that. Yeah, way. but I feel like. A, it's usually it's usually an older brother with a younger sister, or it's like there's a bigger gap between them than two years. Because like you were the same way with Shane. I think that <clears throat> I was just gonna brother? say that it's, he's an older brother. Uh, state Shane's your fam- two years state older. Your because my first. mom, my brother's thirteen months older than me. One brother. Yeah. Who's, yeah. yeah. Uh, my mom says that she regrets not. She always tried to make it equal between Shane and I. Because we were so close in age, everything had to be even. Like I got what he got, et cetera. And she said that looking back, I don't know if she still feels this way, but definitely in my like at least young adult or late teens, I remember her saying that she wishes that she had made him the older brother so that he felt a sense of duty. Like totally. that she had established our relationship as he is the older brother instead of we're like equals and that robs him of being his actual standing which is his he's my older brother so he felt no responsibility to take care of me he was just like annoyed and you had the same thing then you feel that way the version of it i don't did think- you think that uh your parents didn't ever like t- tell you like he's your younger brother you gotta take care of him no definitely not okay no, so do you I, think no, that for sure that could have helped maybe i think it if it was like pitched more as like hey you have an opportunity here to like the pitch meeting to have somewhat of a like arm around your yeah like little brother kind of vibe and it was less that and it was at times it felt like it was us against them with certain things yeah and then at, we also, at, i'm sorry can you just sit up a little just looking on the camera it's like your feet are in front of your face dude it's like you can't i'm not saying you don't need to sit like i want you to be comfortable dude but just be a little more aware it's fine can i do this yeah that's great cool. um what was i talking about i don't remember the pitch meeting yeah, it was like it was us against. Oh, them. sometimes it was you guys against. Sometimes them. it was us against them earlier on, and then at a certain point, it became you versus me, because it was right. like, it was it became very clear early on, Taylor's going to do sports, right? And, and that, he's a giant. And I do sense. remember also as a kid being like the button pusher. Yeah, totally. You know, like really competitive, really button pusher. Because we even had you know family friends who had kids that were much older than us, like Rob and Nick, who were like. I don't know, seven, eight years older than us. Do, have you have you talked about who Rob and Nick are yet? No, our fake cousins. Yeah, pretend cousins. <laughs> Did you have those too? No. Yeah, that's basically what they oh, were. Pretend cousins. No, but when I was little, I thought friends and cousins were just different words for the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's because, all the same because out. your first friends are usually your cousins, right? Because mm-hmm. you meet them before you. The only people you see. Yeah, yeah, and they're the closest, like that you have to uh, peers, totally. like your age. And so I was like cousins friends i was like oh these are my new cousins like when i finally made friends that i wasn't related to <laughs> so i was confused for these are my school cousins yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah that's so yeah that's good. what i thought when hey, i was little interesting 
It took me a while to realize there's difference. They were, I feel like they were originally like pitched to us as like I'm using this word pitch a lot. We were pitched a lot of things. Well, you're as in the kids. music business, but so true. Uh, I feel like mom and dad pitched Rob and Nick to us as like these are your cousins. We they live right. up in Oregon. But to we be see fair, they we treated them but, as such. But they didn't yeah. try to like lie. It's just like that's like you know. Your no, I think uncle, it was just easier to understand. Your dad's friend we is always kids. your uncle. Yeah. Totally. Even though he's not your uncle. Yes. Right. Also, Absolutely. not as important as I just remember being a fucking button pusher. And like they were, they were what, eight years older than us? Our yeah, they were cousins? Like significantly older. Significantly than us. older. I have a relevant question. What? But go ahead. I just want, let's circle ask. back. Let's oh, just circle back. Ask. Let's just circle back. Okay, okay, we'll circle back. But it's just about like who would get, who got more mad. It, but we'll, okay. we'll come back. Let's circle back. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but go ahead. No, it's fine. All I wanted to say was that I was a button pusher. I remember always like 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 grabbing them or doing something like we would try to wrestle them yeah. and mm-hmm. i remember wrestling them but then when they would actually because they were way bigger than us when they would actually try to do something i would just fall on the floor yeah, he would always but fall that was on a thing it was so funny he would you would go like you would go like push nick and then fall on the floor yeah because you because <laughs> you knew that he was just gonna bring you there anyway yeah. <laughs> that's, what, so good. that's what uh that's what a lot of bitch kids did yeah, a lot of bitch yeah. kids. But, That's so true. And you know what, dude? I do remember being a huge bitch as a kid. Yeah, I mean, the, sure. the story that I always tell is like, I remember going to Disneyland and I was five, six years old. Is this about going on the Haunted Mansion? No, this is about, we went to Disneyland and everyone, you were on like Space Mountain and doing all the rides and right. shit. I was terrified of roller coasters. Right. And so I rode It's a Small World with my mom. Oh, yeah, with mom like my multiple times. <laughs> that's right. I and that's about the that. only thing I would do. And I just remember we all eventually got me to go on Pirates of the Caribbean. You cried the whole time. And I cried the entire the time. time. Yeah, absolutely. And even when we watched like home movies, you know, mom converted those VHSs into DVDs. And I, we, watched, totally. we watched them last Christmas. And I was like, dude, I just was such a bitch as a yeah, kid. Yeah, you, you cried a lot more than I did. Yeah, I'm sensitive, I'm sensitive to the world, I think, still to this For day. Sure. But yeah. And then that kind of switched. At a certain point, I think I got more sensey than you for a while. But do you feel like in that upbringing, you're like, oh, my brother's a bitch. Like, he's not someone we can, like, gang you, up yeah, together. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I, like, we still don't know who did this. But I just remember having band practice in the garage. It's not me. I know it's I not me. I think it's you. Dude, I really I do. would never. That's not even in my personality. Yeah. I'm not, my, like, default is, like, if my friends have siblings, I'm always like, oh, how can I get them to like me? Like, I want to be friends with them, too. Now. No, always. Okay. I was always like that. To That's be fair. clear, you grew up in San Jose, and we've known you since how long? Grant's known yes. you since how long? Middle school. Middle yeah. school, okay. Sixth, Sixth grade. grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Big time. And actually, he went to... Wait, oh, you did too. You both went to... Dartmouth. All of the schools that my mom went to. Crazy. My mom, my uncle, and my aunt. That's actually insane. You guys went to the same elementary school, middle school, and high school. Yeah, they were and all you within like a you didn't go to Leeds, so you went to Athens. No, I only went to the same Big time. middle school and mm. high school. Right. That is pretty crazy. Uh, is this a good time to circle back? Yeah, it's fine. I guess I was just well, trying to get. I, what I really am trying to yeah, get down yeah, to the let bottom. Let us know of, what you're trying to get to the bottom. What of. I'm really trying to get to the bottom of is trying to understand more perspective on who I was growing up, you know, and why we didn't become. Because now, I mean, dude, I love you. You know, now I it's like I, our relationship is fucking awesome. And dude, I'm say, like, say, say I love me. you. Say I love you. You were obsessed with that. Say dude. no. Say it to him. Say what I love is this? you. Because he said I love you. No, you would like if I if you get upset if someone says like I love you and they just spell it with a U and they don't say it all. No, I don't get upset. What what are you talking about? You're thinking of someone else. 
No, I just want to hear you dude. say I love that's you right you. now, you just in case you're that, uncomfortable. <laughs> what? <laughs> that you don't like, like I love you, or you like I love you. Like, why can't you just say I love you? Why Look, is it, love I don't ya. have an actual thing. This is just an opportunity for me. I saw all right, all right. an opening where yeah. maybe okay. you're it's you're a little bit uncomfortable saying you, I'm and not. so I'm trying to make you say you. I said I love you. I love yeah, you. I know you're not uncomfortable. I also don't. I don't think I have a problem with him saying I love you. I don't. Yeah. I know you don't. Right. I know. I'm just stirring the pot. So now I it's me that like I it's don't a crazy care. thing that I brought no, up. No, I just want to make sure. Problem with it, and now I think I'd like it if you said I love you. I don't more. have a problem with okay, it. Okay, you know? okay. Well, you did. No, I was just like I wonder. Actually, if this is you a know thing. what? Taylor and I are really good about saying love you. Actually, I know you guys. I are. feel like we're yeah. we're you good about told, that. You you say I love you to me all the time. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't have a thing. I just just for a second, I was like, I wonder if right now for some reason you're uncomfortable saying I love you. Yeah. I was being selfish. I was trying to pull out from you a little bit, like trying to understand someone's perspective that's not mine on right. myself because someone who grew up right. next to me my entire life. Yeah. And okay, also, describe him. Also, why was we were fucking friends. weasel? Why? <laughs> Just look at him. <laughs> you said fox, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what did I say? I said why a was sick he weasel? Fox. You were I said Grant had like a fat face, <laughs> and he said I looked like a sick fox. You wore, dude. You wore Uggs and sweats in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor's outfit. You Uggs had and a, You had like a like how Homer Simpson has an outfit. You had like an outfit that was Bright like colors. a like it was like a really big like oversized like in my mind. I could, this could be wrong. It's gonna be. It was like a really big, like remember those gecko t-shirts? It was like, like a gecko a big dog t-shirt. Yeah, hey, it was like a where gecko are those? That seems like something that would come back right now. It's for sure yeah. back around. I actually it saw is? a guy yeah, riding on a bike over here who had a huge, ge- like a, just a <laughs> so like sick. a mud-looking shirt, and it just was this huge gecko on the back. Mm. Could be gecko. Remember the uh, mm-hmm. what's the one? The shark with the sunglasses. Is that Maui, Maui and, Sons? and Sons? Maui, dude. yeah, oh, those were yeah. sick too. Mm, I love yeah. those. But you uh, wore that, and then you had little shorts yeah. and puke green Uggs. They weren't puke green; they were tan. Yeah, they were like tan. Furry tan. But yeah, what? they were like the normal yeah. ones. I guess I don't remember. I had tall ones. Yeah, yeah, the full boots. Yeah, I remember it wrong. Dude, you know how I okay, got? Okay, wait, wait, wait. But we saw. I feel like we haven't gotten to the bottom of it for you because I really want to get to mine. But I, we need to satisfy you first. Yeah, go ahead. What, what about him was like little bitch? Uh, it was the mouth breathing. Which like, ironically, <laughs> he was a mouth breather. Dude, Taylor has been living with his mouth open his entire life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but like, that's I really just, what made you not like no, no, him. It was okay. It was the outfit. It was like, no, oh, no I don't the, even believe that. Pre, I don't believe it either. The pre volleyball outfit with like the crew jeans uh, and the big man. shoes and the swoop haircut. Well, you know what's interesting? Is oh, like, I never knew that. No, no, that's that was like junior high Taylor. That's right. That yeah. was my really rebellious stage where I stopped playing sports. I was like, I'm but done I just with pick, like I just uh, if you, you wore this. that and you had that <laughs> always like when, yeah. someone, when, when mom wanted to talk to you was like, <laughs> I wouldn't have liked you <laughs> mouth <either>. open. <laughs> yeah, I just know. like hair swoop, like saying, eyes yeah. like barely open because you're probably already smoking weed like in his, junior high for some reason. Just default face, even when no one's around, is dedicated to like yeah. saying, "I don't give a fuck." It's totally, like, that's I hilarious. literally could not give care. less of a fuck. Absolutely. Uh, do you? Does that resonate with you at all? I mean, <laughs> playing video games a little like, bit, but it doesn't. I can just see part- you watching TV, going. Like, no, I don't, be- but I don't like, believe I, this because he's your brother. There must have been something else that made you to not like him. Dude, I really don't think it's that deep. I think it's he like... Just, he was just annoying he to was you? Just, yeah, it was just like, he, you yeah. weren't cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like, right. And we were you're... into... Like, you and I have been cyclical with, like, the things that we get into. Like, I feel like I would get into something, and then, like, you would either get into that thing well, later or something I was going to bring else. up skating, because... Yeah. I, I started an... skating, and you were, like, fucking way better than I was. Well, I'd already been done with skating, I feel like, at that point. Like, we skated together maybe for a little bit. 
then like I stopped and you got really into it when I stopped doing it. Mm. Then it was like, oh, like he's just like he's my little brother. He just like does the things that I used to do. Yeah. You, like, you also I'm older don't and cooler. When you're young, you have your friends and what your friends are so important to you that you don't really see no. any value in being invested in your sibling. Absolutely. They're just like a person you were forced to grow up with. Yes. So you don't see an opportunity there. You're like, I have my friends. I don't need another. <laughs> yeah, friend. it's like when we're at home, we're not hanging out. That's not right. like hanging out. That's like we're in prison together. <laughs> You're yeah, my cellmate. Yeah, yeah, you didn't get a choice. It's like constantly riots, dude. <laughs> Guaranteed. It's They're funny. For, for it, sure that's riots. literally what it is. It's you don't see an opportunity or value to explore in your sibling because Agreed. they're a given. Yes. They're not like a, a novelty. They've always been there. They'll always be there. That's not interesting. It's really easy to take for granted because you're not yeah, going exactly. anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're, I'm stuck with you. Mm-hmm. And then at a certain point, it was like we got to kind of flip it and see it as a, as a cool thing. Like, yeah. oh, we've like been through the trenches together. We actually maybe have more in common than we think we do. And I think like, that's the cool thing about family is you grow up, you go like, oh, how cool would it be to have friends that like have to like me forever? Yeah, unconditional <laughs> love. Is really yeah. What it because is. we sadder. share blood. Yes, absolutely. Like they have to be my friend forever. Like let's invest right. in that. That's cool. Yeah. Well, that's also interesting because I, as I got older, I don't know about you do, but I've always just felt like kind of a selfish person. Yeah. And absolutely. I had a therapist once tell me a guy did not think he's great at his job, but I had a therapist tell me once, he's like, you've never had to work for relationships. Totally. And, I resonate with that too, though. Yeah, because I mean, um, because you were not tall and athletic, and I think that carried, like, being tall, handsome, oh my God. and athletic carried me. That, but like, you were the always nail on the head. Yeah, right. And that makes when he, so much. And sense And when he to said that, right I was now. like, "Damn, I never really like thought of it like that." And I felt that way in relationships a lot too, where it was just kind of like, ah, "I just wish you changed." It never. I never felt like I was no. wanting to get like broken. People up always with wanted to like, hang out with us. Right, and in and life. you to me are I feel like, like I'm grouping myself in. With well, this you now. are because yeah. yes, you're not tall and handsome like me. Yes, you're barely six feet. I'm t- but that's t- yeah, exactly. <laughs> tall and handsome. Yeah, just in a different way. In a different way. Yeah, yeah. kind of like how your shadow is smaller than you. I'm like your shadow, still you know tall and handsome, just a little less. Mm. It's not a good metaphor. Not no. good. You're pretty bad. But listen, and that metaphor aside, I I think you're like one of the most creative and witty people I know. Both of you, <laughs> honestly. Good. Well, that's to me that that was your tall and handsome is that you were just like witty and easy. I think both of us are really easy to get along with. For sure. But did you ever feel like that was your tall and handsome thing and that that fucked you up later on in your life? I think that like I always knew how to like talk. I knew how to talk my way out of things and I knew like how to. This is going to sound like fucked up, but like I feel like I knew how to like manipulate my friends emotions. Like I knew how to make people like me basically and it wasn't very much work. Mm-hmm. where like i found i feel like i found my personality very early and i was like these are the things that i like i know that i like them so i'm just gonna double down on these things which were what which was like i mean music was pretty early on skating was kind of a thing for a little bit but then music was like oh like i think i'm really good at this and i think that people will like want to be friends with me because of this so let's kind of just try to start you think it was a make base camp here yeah i think so mm. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I just found a thing that I liked, and then but found I mean, other people maybe that I liked. In, like a part of your DNA, it's just like that's our survival tactic. That's like deep in you, and when you recognize you're good at something and you can get your way because of it, you just keep doing it. Totally to fit into your tribe or whatever, you know. But yeah. I feel. Were you trying to say like I feel like you and I did never really have to try hard to make friends? 
or really keep friends. I just had a therapist say it's so simple to me like that. And I was just it like awe struck me for some reason. Yeah. Because, you know, as for me, at least like I'm trying to do a lot of work to like evolve, you know, in totally. a lot of ways. <clears throat> And it was just one, just the way he said it, like really struck me where I was like, yeah, Damn, but that doesn't, that's like, one part of your life that doesn't mean, it doesn't make what you're doing, what you just said, what you felt like uh -huh. you're doing a lot of work, doesn't make that untrue. It just means the other thing is you never had to work for it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I got lost. Yeah, wait, wait, I thought you, you were trying to say that, like, when he said that to you, it challenged, like, your whole no, it didn't. view it just, of yourself. I was just like, oh totally you know oh, yeah, yeah and i like it just hit it was a trip bomb yeah 100 percent. but it it's like i knew that but when it was said so simple simply yeah. in that way i was like oh Easy to digest. maybe you're super right that mm -hmm. would make tons of logical sense totally. you know did you feel like you were do you feel like a selfish or that you were that way type of um Is that just innate i have a selfish us? gene but i also have the opposite you're really you're really empathetic because of my mom so I work really hard to combat the other thing. Like, but also, dude, our lifestyle, like being good at something and then having control over your career kind of makes you selfish in that way. I'm just going to interrupt for half a second. Just just like introduce, like you don't, it doesn't need to be a big thing, but like Grant is a songwriter in the music community. Michael, what would you like to say that? Oh, yeah, I just, I'm an artist. I make music. Yeah, you, you're both musicians. Professionally. Yeah. Yes. Literally, we have, we've done it professionally. Music. Yeah, right. okay. yeah. Continue, sorry. So like I- And a pretty we, good one, too. We have to- <laughs> <laughs> Except for I'm MC Hammer at this point, so- um, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We don't need to get into that. Maybe no, later. Um, it just, I think that's the selfish part of me is that I want to do what I want to do. I'm so like focused on uh, fulfillment in what I do that like my whole life is catered to that. So that's like where I feel selfish is like, I just want to work on my creative stuff every day and so like i see less family because of it i moved far away from my but isn't part of your drive like to with the bigger greater goal of being able to like give back in a way yes 100 percent, and that's good motivation but i also think part of that is like an excuse 100 percent, sure. because it's like you can work as hard as you want and no one can make you feel bad as long as you say you're doing it for someone else totally you know what i mean like if my family's like we just want to see you it's been a long time i'll be like yeah, but I'm trying to buy us land in a compound right. so everyone can live together. And then it's like, it is true, but it's also an excuse. You're also doing it because you want to be successful. Yeah. Because like, how dope would that be? Yeah, I just don't want to have to listen to anyone else. I don't know. I cannot understand. Well, I, I can't understand. I just refuse. Given the choice, like if you have the capability to work for yourself, how could you do anything else? Yeah, I'm... Like I'm interested too, from like a songwriting perspective. Also, like, how do you guys? How hard is collaborating? You know, like, do you find that like if you go to write with someone, like you guys wrote music together, also, like, did. what is that process like? Like having to in some way like have a team of people and be like, you think some melody is fucking great, and he's like, ah, eh, it's whatever. Like, I mean, it's just like a, it's it, like <clears throat> any other learned skill. I feel like it's like if you grew up playing basketball by yourself. And then all of a sudden you like found out basketball was a team sport. It's like, oh, basketball's like can be played with five people on a team. And it's way easier now. Yeah, exactly. It's right. like, oh, it kind of just opens it up a little bit. Pretty bad metaphor again. I've you're apparently like, been you're over two right now. Because how do you learn to play basketball by yourself? You mean just like shoot? Yeah. Like, that's how everyone learns. Yeah. 
Yeah, in fact, no. I that's not this that's not basketball. <laughs> that is a version of basketball for sure. It's just shooting the ball. Yeah, shooting the basketball. What is basketball? Just has to be five. It doesn't have to be five on five. Well, it's not a competitive sport. It's just sh- like shooting. I, I mean, I guess one, it is. Dude. They do one on one. I'm standing. I, you know, that's I'm standing by one. this melody. It's is. not as bad as I thought it okay, was. Okay, no, okay, okay. Hold on. What you're trying to say is you can learn the skill of giving and taking. Yeah. That's all it is. Collaboration. Let's just go back to before I said what I said. (laughs) Okay. It wasn't as bad as the previous metaphor, but it wasn't like the best. For sure. The other one was worse, but it's like, it's just like a learned skill. Like I, I learned how to write songs by myself. So I was like, this is how, and through listening to interviews and watching other like songwriters talk about writing songs. This is how you write songs. Yeah. I did it by myself for a long time. And then you get curious. Like I write songs this way. Like, how do you do it? And then you watch someone else do it or do it with someone. You're like, wow, I like, like you like have a title. Like you, you start with a title first. Like you write a song starting with a title. Like that's crazy. I've always just kind of like sat down and played guitar and then something came out and I wrote a song out of it. But like you learn different ways of getting to the same result. And it's like, cool. That's, and you, you that's, guys see it as a... That's the best part, though. Yeah, it's dope. It's is shit. stealing tricks because there's no right or wrong. It's just how many tools do you have to get an idea going. But the hard part is when somebody else has an idea that you don't like. Yeah. Which mm. is How do like, you say you don't like it? What's the, what's the proper way to be like... Like if someone comes up to you with like a... You would know, not me. I want to use an example, but I'm afraid to use I mean, it. I mean, it's tough because I feel like... If I told you I was writing a song, a song called... That's, what do you think that's a pretty that real example. <laughs> Alrighty. I mean, let's okay. Let's if, let's say you're in a room with a writer. Yeah. You're both writing a song together. You've never met this writer before, so you don't have history. Totally. And then they have an idea, and you subjectively right. know that's a bad idea. Well, I don't know. It's like I think I'm at the point now, and like I'm I'm kind of like a yes and guy. As far as collaborating goes, yeah, but where like if someone said something, I wouldn't say I, I, I definitely wouldn't say that's a bad idea, right? I feel like it'd be more like I like we could build on top of it, or like if if it a lot of times it just gives me a better idea. Yeah, but what? How do you? How do I tell them that it's bad? How do you? Make sure that idea doesn't make its way into the song. I mean, sometimes it, it just does. And you just have to be okay with that? Yeah, but also, like, I I feel like I've seen enough, like, things that I would consider to be bad ideas win that, like, I don't even necessarily know what a bad idea is sometimes anymore. Right. Like, songwriting is, is a pretty specific, unique thing where, like, I, I've just been wrong about so many things that like if someone comes to me and goes, I want to write a song called floating chairs. I'm like, yeah, that seems crazy. Like, I don't know how you would make that make sense, but like, let's try to get there. It's just that the fun. skill of being open. Do you 100%. feel like also everyone in this room, room, correct me if I'm wrong, has worked at Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you were a Starbucks warlord. How long, how long did you work there for? One year. One year. I was two <laughs> Starbucks years. Starbucks warlord. warlord is I mean, basically you worked there for like what? Fucking 10 years. 11. 11 years. Yeah. Do you feel like working at Starbucks helps Starbucks. you become like such Starbucks. a great? <laughs> Not kind of. <laughs> you didn't Dude, it wasn't that bad. You have, yeah. you have like kind of uh, created from your living abroad this like literally 2%. No, I don't do it anymore. No, 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 not that. But I noticed it today when we were hanging out. 
you've created this like two percent. I wasn't born here in English as my <laughs> first language. Like exactly. it's literally two percent yeah, because it's ninety eight percent of the time sure. it's like no, you're American and you were born here. But yeah. but then you say things with like consistent enough intervals that I'm like, you kind of sound like. Okay, let's separate a couple things here. You moved I here want... when you were two yeah, or something. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. That's you maybe spent like, like three. a couple formative <laughs> so years funny. overseas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, let's get rid time. of two things because one thing I know for sure, and everyone who's played overseas knows, is when you come back from whatever country you played in, you speak like a form of English that they would understand. So you kind of right. use their accent to speak English in that words. other country. In right, that right, other right, country. Right. And there's always like a transition period. Totally. Of like a month or so, and you fucking hate it more than anyone I know. I just <laughs> notice it, and I feel like I guess you at this Dude, point now notice it too. This but. is when I have a problem with it. Is when the Filipino, the so obviously Filipino mailman, walks up, and we, the three of us, get into a discussion, and then you start using Italian English. You start using an Italian accent no, no, no. to speak I English just, to him, and I, I was like, using, and then your argument was it. like, it helps him. And I'm like, Dude, what? Why would you speaking? Can I tell Italian you something now? Listen to me. Help dude. the Filipino no, man listen, listen. You. When I go to like a massage therapist and I can tell that they're, or I go to like you, a Thai foot spa. Or you something. just did it. In the last two sentences, you said, <laughs> if you're watching this podcast, rewind and play it back. You just did your 2% accent. What yeah, did I do? Just a little bit. I don't know. I can't remember, but it was a little <laughs> so European. I think it was the way you said massage therapist. It was therapist. vaguely. Massage like, therapist. It, yeah. Fair. So American. Okay, when I go to a really Thai good. body spa massage therapist. Now, I'm, I yeah. can't stop thinking about it. I got to try it's to fine. be myself. Sorry, just be here. yourself. Yeah, just I'm going to be yourself. myself. Be when we go to like a Thai massage therapist. And I can tell that English is not their first language. Right. I use a dumbed down version of English. And some people would say, why are you doing that? Just speak in your, but I've seen enough interactions in my life of people who say what, or they clearly don't understand. And I'm hypersensitive to it. Totally. All right. So okay. that's why sometimes I do it, but I want to be clear about the difference between me coming home and having a little bit of that. And the, and the can 2% you, that can you, can I pretend because that I'm I don't a Thai massage a, therapist? Think, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then will you tell me, will you speak English to me in the way that you think I'd understand better? Yeah. No, because it's so contextual. Like, it's not like I'm I'm saying it in like a, uh, uh, would you, what you want? Would you say Chinese? You said Thai? Would you like, would you like some water? So I don't know how to do, do a Thai. It, well, I don't know. Canceled, real, bro. What's <laughs> the Thai accent? Bad, dude. What's the Thai I don't know a Thai accent. Know. But here's what I do know is I you're right. If, if we go to, if I go to Mexico, I go there for like a surf trip and the person who works there speaks is trying to speak english with us i'll use simpler sentences and i don't want to say i'll have a mexican That's, accent i don't think i go full mexican right but i use really simple sentences yeah, that, I get sound, that. that are that have big pauses yeah that that's make that's it sound fine like i was uh that's, born in mexico i understand moved that there when i was two, it's just the italian accent <clears throat> it's broken italian english spoken to someone who doesn't speak italian that doesn't help yeah it does help you think so? I'm positive, dude. They might appreciate because it. Because I have so many. Also, <laughs> this <laughs> Filipino dude spoke English flawlessly. Wait, Wait, mailman? Which mailman are you talking you're making about? It up? He did, no, this was real. This happened on Hyperion in front of our old house. What happened? The Filipino mailman walked up. He started chopping it up with you and I. And he spoke perfect. He had a Filipino accent, but it was like minimal. He spoke perfect English. Here's what I'll tell you, dude. And you started talking to him with an Italian accent. Dude, no And I was like, way. what are you dude, doing? Sure, Here's dude. what I will tell you, though. It is, it is definitely like ingrained in me in some way. When I hear someone who's speaking and I can tell and you would not know 
because I've spent so much time overseas. Yeah, yeah I give you that. And a lot. I'm just saying it doesn't make Hannah sense. Hannah gives me shit for it too. Surface. Everyone gives me shit for it. Who hasn't been overseas? Yeah, and I, I get it, it. because yeah. I've had teammates where if I just spoke to them like they are right now, they'll say I don't I don't really understand what you're saying. Uh-huh. And when I first went to Italy and all my years overseas, you get so much what what what? Yeah, that makes sense in Italy. That eventually, everywhere in every country. But do you use that same accent? No, and it's it's been so long since I've been there. I don't even know what that. It's kind of is. an amalgam too. It's not straight Italian, but it's kind of it's mostly Italian. If I could, it's like, a little bit uh, Hawaiian. If I could like close my eyes and you spoke and like. Only we could like play. Thing is, I'm starting oh, to do the Hawaiian thing. <laughs> what? No, not... <laughs> Why nothing. did you say that? Why did does you... it sound kind of Italian though? <laughs> I don't know. Do it again. <laughs> you, you're, <laughs> you're, uh, you're trying to say. Arrivederci. Yeah. Is Arri- that something? Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Yeah. Yeah. Arrivederci. yeah. You're saying it. You just yeah, forgot right. the first part. What does that mean? See you later. Goodbye. I actually really like that. I that have this nice. coffee. And I didn't see what it was called. I don't know what it's called. Uh, Guji is the first word. And then it's G-U-J-I. And then the next word is Wilichu. And it's W-A-L-I-C-H-U. Guji Wilichu. Guji Wilichu. And then we do. I'm going to tell you. Jordan, my manager, read it to me. He's like, this is called Guji Wilichu. And I was like, who the fuck is Guji? And why does he want to eat me? Guji Wilichu is another one of the family Listen of to this. Yeah. What do we call this fam? Like this grouping of words. There are it's just like, some words that just sound good. Like they could, yeah, they, they also sounds like it could be like a person's name. Yes. Yeah. And Grant and I ordered these. I don't. What are they called? Tin cake. Uh, it's this place called Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk that does like little uh-huh. metal tins of like single servings of cake. Mm. It's, it's really bomb. And Fro- they come frozen. frozen they're cake. so yeah, they're good. Like frozen uh, cake is amazing. Kind of like what's it called? It's a bunt cake or something. Or- Mm, I don't really know. What's that? I don't know what that is. Do you know that store? Anyway, sorry. No. Anyways, I uh, ordered one and it came with an ingredient called Kanako Ganache. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Kanako Ganache or Kanako is like soybean flour. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was just like a topping. Uh-huh. But right when I was when we were trying to read it, I was like, dude, this is one of the greatest words. It's really good. And another word that What's I want to add Kanako? to Kanako. Kanako Ganache. Ganache, yeah. 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 It's a great word. K- yeah. Guji Wilicho, Guji Wilicho, Ichu, Kanako Ganachi. And it's another a, one. Like, if we string enough of these along, it's a Star Wars another language. Another one that yeah, I like sure is, is uh, Poblano. I like Poblano pepper. Pepper. I say it like that, though. Poblano pepper. Poblano. 100%. Yeah. Poblano is just a cool word. And when we were talking about dog names earlier, too, speaking of just great names, and I love Mr. Chuckles, dude. I think Mr. Mr. Chuckles, Chuckles is a great <laughs> is a great name. Uh, Do you? It's an insult. <coughs> you're you're gonna get a dog potentially. What are your names for your dog? Girly. I I want a dog named Girly. So How do you spell it? G I R L Y. Mm. Oh, just like it is. Yeah. My mom's made it. Hundred percent. Girly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Denise Girly. That's right. Like the Whoa, football player. What's his name? And then your stepdad's name. Kanako Girly. Is Roland, but yeah. goes by Bud. Bud. Which and my dad's name is William. William. I was just having this conversation Bud. with someone the other day. I like I don't understand how did. Uh, Dick come from Richard. What are some mm-hmm. other ones? William, Billy, Bill, Roland, Williams, and Bud. William, Bill, Bill. Bill is short for William. Yeah, big time. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird? Isn't Bill short for Billy? No, I think Billy is. Bill is short for Billiam. <laughs> a a billionaire. <laughs> exactly. No. Good. Bill. Bill is not short for Billy. <laughs> I think. <laughs> 
I think Billy. Dude, you know what is a nickname for Bill? You know what? This is this is this brings me to a great point, dude. I feel like my, our entire lives together, the one I can never get away with anything. <laughs> no yeah. one can. No, 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 no. that's really true. But we can all admit that you guys are special people, specifically against me. Like catching me in any fucking wrong thing. I Dude, said, I you like never the way slide. that he just said that. You guys are special people at at me. At like, he's saying that like we're attacking him. Yes, but so he like, said we're special people, at, specifically at me. Yeah, and I would it's agree so much. With that. It's so much better than going. You have a fat face, <laughs> which is what you said to me when I got here. Yeah, no, no, how did you word it? You, you said, said I wish I had a I fatter face. Like <laughs> you said you. I wish I had a fatter face. Like no, you. when I, I was talking about you my said. sides, you said to me, "You're like I was talking about my profile. <laughs> Just like one side is First better than the other." First, you were ragging on yourself, and then he said. <laughs> Your forehead's just really big on camera. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did insane. you say that? But we agreed <laughs> why I said it. It has nothing to do with either thing. You literally said, do you see why? Do you see why I have to sit from the left side compared to straight on? And you said because you have a giant forehead. And isn't that what you were alluding to? You're saying on one side it looks bigger? No, you were saying that. <laughs> I have That's to be the doing. whole point was that I was saying I have one side that looks better than the other. And right. then you just, apropos of nothing. That is what he was saying. He was talking about. Yeah, he was talking yeah, about sides when of his you, head. When you Apropos did this nothing, in front of you're the like, camera, you were like, look here. Your and then forehead's you, you just really big on. on camera. Yeah, it did. Well, That's like someone going like, dude, time. one of my eyes is like, is a different color than the other one. You're going like, yeah, but your no. nose is just huge. <laughs> yeah, they're really far apart, right. too. Like, we, talked about, <laughs> we, we talked about We talked about the difference between saying that to a stranger and saying it to the people that are closest to me. Yeah. But what is so what it's is okay to be mean to people that you're close to, but it's not, not strangers? mean, dude. I'm sweating like crazy because you yeah, know okay. that you I love you. I don't understand. It is. It's on. It's plus. Oh, it's on 75. I can turn it down. What? You don't understand? It's fine. I oh my it. god. No, no, no. I Do you have a it. comment section at this underneath wherever this will be? Yes. Probably. He. The there, dude. Yeah, I looked at the screen. Yeah. Also, your he, sunglasses are on. Look wherever you want, dude. He think <laughs> why the look? They can't see my eyes. Thinks what, dude? He doesn't understand why saying to him, let's just, you go ahead and say what he said to you real quick. Wait, can we pause for a second? Okay, Let pause. Me I do get it. it okay. I agree with it. Though. Now that many people are going to weigh in, he says he does get it. Wait, but of course you said you didn't. Stupid. Of course you get That's it. why we said you're playing stupid because you said you didn't understand. You literally no, said, I, I don't get you it. You literally <laughs> said, I don't get it. That's word what for you word. said. No, don't get up on me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay. that's not your no this is oh, god damn it. what i'm saying is obviously i understand where it could be seen as something that is mean or derogatory i'm sorry did the beginning of that but sentence be say i said because you did not say <laughs> you that you didn't say that i inferred <laughs> no you no, but you should know better you literally <laughs> wait we should know better when you say i don't understand that you do understand no, no what i'm there. saying is you should both know better that when i make a comment like that to you yeah. you know that i love you know that i don't think it as like oh dude you're fat or would i fucking care it right. doesn't matter so when I say if I, it's because it matters to I have can I okay well then space, when you dude. said that what did you think I was gonna say when you said I wish I had a fatter face like you <laughs> what did you think that I was okay. gonna say let's try this over again <laughs> yeah. from my heart from right. my heart yeah I wish that I had a fatter face like you <laughs> but, listen. <laughs> but, now, but listen listen can you find another way to yes. say it oh yes. This is where I agree with you. I could have found another way. But from my heart, 
It was said. I wish Dude, that I had could... a fatter face than you. Now, here's what you didn't yeah. see. When I said fatter face, it included the beard that thickens up your jaw. Yeah. I You're wish adding I had that, that now, but that's fine. I'm, look at what I'm. What the I know whole for point. Sure, wait, stop. What I know for sure is, I'm not great with words sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes I don't have great descriptions to give, even though I think and feel something. But and you know how to talk to people. My, and somebody goes straight from my heart. But you know how to have a mouth. conversation with someone. You're right. I for do. Sure. When I see you, right. I just say the thing that comes from my heart. Hold on. Out of my you mouth. do sometimes pick and choose which thoughts come out of your mouth, though. Not often, but sometimes. Okay. okay. Let's say we're at right. home with well, mom and look, dad. This is a win because he he came full circle. Yeah, in a he, way. He understands. He, doesn't he admitted feel it. Like yeah, but he it did, almost hurts me that you you're think probably I right. Like, I'm not so unaware. Dude, that's why we both tapped out of the conversation because we're like, there's no way we don't believe you yeah. that you don't understand. Because yeah, you're literally saying, I don't understand. That hurts me. I guess that hurts me. That you think I would be so unaware of how else that could, how else I could have said we it. Did you said, it. I don't get it. We literally didn't think. We didn't believe why you. why you were upset about it coming from me. <laughs> because it doesn't that's matter who it comes get. from. If someone says fatter like you, it's not nice. I didn't say fatter like you. You said fatter face like you. I wish like you had you. a fatter face like, like you. you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yes. I'm, I'm just. And as we talked about earlier, I have a little button pusher in me. Yeah. Did I know I was going to really? Yes. Yeah. Because why? Because you thought for a little bit you were a little chubby. This is. And we have this whole fitness thing going on. You're admitting this joke. now. Yeah. No, but this but wasn't a bit course. you were doing earlier. You were dead serious. You dug your heels in. No, I, I guess. We didn't I know mis- you were doing a bit. I feel misunderstood. But that's fair. I think a part of this relationship is that I am misunderstood. And you guys gang up on me a lot. And that's fine. It's probably why I love it. But that's why I love Taylor, you. this but is important. I have to accept sometimes. that you understand we're not ganging up on you. No. You, you were just repeating what you created said a back wild back premise dude. that we were <laughs> not buying. The context, though. Yeah. You repeated what I said, but then you took it completely out of context and was like, do you see why you can't just say this to people? And I agree How with you. How was it yeah, out of context? Not. We weren't even talking about You shouldn't even say said... it to your brother. Yeah. yeah, but it's cute. And you, we can get away with it because right. we're brothers. It's fine. Okay. We have that type sorry, of sorry, relationship. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Going back to when you said it, did when, when we as you were saying it. the thing? We don't have to talk about it anymore. Can I tell you a, tra- but... a trauma that I have that someone said to me 10 years ago? Absolutely. Yeah. Were they your brother? No, it, we all know him. Who was it? Oh, yeah. I won't say his first name. Just one, of our, one of our junior high and high school best friends. He said to me, I was walking out of our house in Morgan Hill. He came to hang out with me. And he said, well, something I don't know because you're a giant ass face. <laughs> yeah. And I think about it probably once a week to this day. Ten years, dude. Yeah. And it wasn't specifically that you have a big head. No, he was just saying you have a giant ass face. And he said it not in a nice way. Like, I was like, oh, a giant yeah. face? Like, I don't. Yeah, I mean, he's right. But, like, right. also. Don't say that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Sure. That stuck with me for 10 years. I haven't right. forgot. And for him, it was just an offhand comment. So that's why right. you don't say those you things to people. Like, like when he said that, though, like he was upset at you for something. No. Like or like maybe like like, you know, like like negging like that guys do with girls sometimes where it's like you like kind of say something mean because you want them to like you. <laughs> Is, does that have anything to do with it? I don't know. Or no. like, no, like, no. like, if I had a friend that like I, in high school that I thought was way more attractive than me, yeah, I'd like try you to bring like, him down to your level. Yeah, you like gotta try to bring him yeah. down to your level a little bit, right? Is that what that is? Him to meet like, his maybe level? Maybe he thought you were more attractive than him, and no. he was trying to like. No, bring I don't you think down. so. No, I think he just has a habit of saying the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, he's like got a bad. That's ba- possible. Like, dude, he's a doctor, and he says to his patients, he'll literally say like. I don't, 
I don't even know if he's a physical therapist yeah. and he'll say to his patients, like, I don't even, they'll ask him a question. He'll be like, I don't even know if the bicep's real. So like, I don't know like, if the bicep is well, real. Well, no, in my, in his defense, <laughs> sorry, this is public. I shouldn't say that. In his defense, <laughs> right. I think it's genius that he says that. His right. whole approach is like, he's open as fuck and questions everything to, so he can get to the truth right. and be a better doctor. What so do it's amazing. means when he says that? But like, I was like, but you got to pick and choose who you say that to. He's saying like, placebo we don't know what really works if it works it works right. like sometimes the science isn't even like important how do you feel about like sometimes like hiding things that like here's what i'll tell you when i hear this is like for example in in the example that we talked about earlier when i said you had a fatter face to me it was a compliment like it's what i want i want that now to you maybe it you feel differently about it and don't say faggot fat's like a big shame word and I get when people use it in that context it's shameful and you shouldn't use it to put someone down. The irony is to me it was like I genuinely wished that I had a fatter face. Right. And fat to me wasn't just like but even fat now when you're saying it face. like you know that fat's the wrong word to say with it. Yeah. So like can you just say like a like a larger yeah, or larger, like rounder? Thicker. Yeah, I could. Like fuller I face. Have. I could. Have. Fuller's probably the best. Fuller's the best. Out of all of them. I would agree. A more full face that's less like a cancerous And I get, I'm going to look like an asshole now. And I, I just, I think that that's fair. Yes. But I think these are the things that like no one would talk about, but we're, I'm okay to talk about it because did we have a special relationship. I think that's okay. Absolutely. And we have an anything goes relationship, do we not? Yeah, but you still got to take into consideration that people have feelings. And I do. Well, I was less, I wasn't offended by you saying it so much as shocked yeah i was just yeah, like, yeah i wasn't offended either i know i know what i look like <laughs> right but i was just shocked <laughs> right it's yeah. like i wouldn't like even to you i wouldn't i don't know maybe would, there's like a little bit of me that like wants to get away with that my, stuff and i know yeah I my feelings aren't hurt yeah obviously not but which it's is not, why i feel comfortable but it's like it's not a like nice thing to say right I mean, which is probably why i said it like if i call you a tall fuck that's different you know like commenting on it's like kind of like saying you handsome fuck or something like that, but like you chicken legged. Like I wouldn't for fun just go like you rat faced, right? Chicken, right? You're you probably know? not, right? But then when you said to me after that my face looked like a sick fox, yeah, he's just getting you back, yeah, right? Just, there, was just, there was a raz. There's retaliation. But that's okay. Mine. So it's okay when you retaliate, of course. Well, yeah. Okay. Then that just proves my point. Two wrongs make a right. Well, okay, maybe it's not the like it's most grown-up thing to do. Yeah. But the, you con- started the conversation it. immediately felt very not grown-up. I hate the it doesn't matter who started it thing. That's bullshit. It is kind it of bullshit. It absolutely matters who started it. Yeah. Okay, what do you mean? Like, growing up in school or whatever, they'd be like, I don't care who started it. Like, stop fighting or whatever. Or stop uh, yeah, the name calling fair. or something. Yeah, it's like, no, I yeah, don't give a shit. Exactly. You're wrong. You're wrong. It, it matters. 100% this whole thing wouldn't have happened if they didn't start it. Yes. Yeah. Like I wasn't 100%. walking around insulting people or being mean or bullying. He started it. Do you think it's maybe supposed to be like a preparing you for like later on in life, like when people when countries go to war or something like that? And it's like, oh, he started it. It's like it doesn't matter. We're at war. What matters not is preparing that we're at you war. for war. Yeah, I mean, that might be a, a reach. They sure. might be like, oh no, I don't know. Like kind of like, well. You shouldn't have been in that dangerous place with those dangerous people if you didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> that's the worst. Like that's on you. Hate that rationale so bad. But yeah, well, part of it's true. They're it. saying like you know you are responsible for like the situations you're in. But also like if you go to court and like you beat the shit out of someone, but it was self defense, like they were trying to kill you, that holds up, right? Yeah, totally does. So it does matter who started it. It that yeah. actually 
defines <laughs> it mattering who started it. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I don't like that they say that. I also don't like that they say that. But to be fair, I feel like you never share your feelings. Like I never know how you really feel about anything. You just got to ask me. No. He's been more feeling sherry lately. Yeah, I've been really good lately. about it. For sure. But I mean, most of our lives. You used to always go, oh, Grant can never be serious. Yeah. And he knew that it was like a thing that would make me upset. Yeah. I do I do feel like, I mean, okay, let's put it this way. We come from the same DNA. I feel like I'm ve- I'm a very sensitive kid. Yep. Am I slouching too much again? I mean, it's not ideal. But okay. I'll, you know, I'll try sitting up for a minute. I'll try just being with you guys. <laughs> yeah, I do look just really could, just lethargic. Just giant down. knees in the waist. I also, I just want to state, because I'm insecure about it, I'm wearing sunglasses because... This light is so bright, it gives me anxiety, and this makes me feel safe. Okay, that's fair. Sure. Sunglasses make me feel high. I know. Really high. So you shouldn't wear them. I don't wear them. Like, if I go like this, oh, it's too much. It's, it's a lot. I know, and you're already used to it. It's what do you, um, What do volleyball players listen to? What does that mean? Like, what kind of music do they oh, listen great question. to? Dude, this is great now. I'll tell you what. We never circled back In the weight question. <laughs> Forget your question. Yeah, like, what do you guys listen to in the weight room? The weight room. We have like giant speakers. Dude, I have the biggest problem with this. What do I want to listen to? Dance yes, music. it's all about me. No. What? Well, yes, I'm down with whatever. For sure. A lot of times, like, we hear, what do I hear the most in the gym? Like, top 40, just like, like the same. Is that Starship Momentum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, the yeah. song. That song. That's a great song. Yeah, it's a great song. But, like, or like, uh, I wanna dance. Like that kind of shit. Yeah, like what you're doing right now makes me want to work out. <laughs> yeah, well, it should. <laughs> but listen, if I'm, the not, difference, if I'm not in the mood for top 40, I don't want to hear But it. here's the difference is like, it's almost like that's all anyone will ever play. And so right. I now associate just like the most outdated, like so hit, but you listen to it so much that I just hate right. it. And so I'm Are always. Are not allowed to wear headphones? It's just so loud. I mean, no, and also I don't. I don't like wearing headphones when I work out. I like hearing the things that I'm interacting with <coughs> personally. I kind of yeah, feel yeah. that. <clears throat> but I am constantly like, let's play some. Like, play right now. Like, what are your last ten liked songs? Like, play a genre from that. Or like, right. what would you play if you were driving home right now? Are it's, you asking me, or no, no, I want to know I'm, the M. I'm I want to know out, your I'm guys. This to the team and to right. people where it's like, what, what do you got, think? What it are is? other things guys play? Eminem, like old Eminem, you right. know, like all that kind of stuff. Like, what do you think Matt Anderson listens to? Can I say his name? Sure, yeah. Cool, because he's been on the podcast. Yeah, he has. So that'd be insane. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I couldn't say his name, no, you can say whoever. Can name I say you something? Want. That can I do a Taylor real quick? Yeah, big time. This is gonna seem like insulting. Okay. But it's not. It's really just for the discourse of it. I'm curious. Um, asking what kind of music anyone listens to is like the most boring question I can think of. To That's me. fair. It's That's so fair. uninteresting to me. I literally Wait, don't it, care. Say it again. I don't understand. Asking the question about any group of people or any person with very few exceptions is maybe the most boring thing. Like, I'm just not interested. As soon as he asked, <laughs> as soon as he asked, what do volleyball players listen to? I just like, okay, was like, I'm well, bored. I'm tuned out. I, I understand. Because it doesn't about. matter what the answer no, 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 no. is. I'm bored. I don't this care. Isn't, this isn't, this isn't a guy on the street on TikTok going up some going, what song are you listening to right now? You're right. That's boring as shit. No, I'm no. About an aggregate group of people who do a very specific thing that his fan base likes wouldn't they kind of yeah. want to know? Are like, you actually interested in the answer, though? Yes. What? Well, would be, not a crazy, tell me what an interesting I'm answer not would be. Splitting the atom with this question. No, here. I know, but tell me what <laughs> an interesting, uh, like a satisfying answer you'd get would be. What if? What if they said we just listen to podcast? That would be crazy. What? No, that's not crazy because that's my answer. I know it is because you're insane. <laughs> <laughs> you're the 
listens to podcasts. No, but in my podcasts. mind, it's just like everyone listens to everything, and so I don't care. Yes. The, the most, most it, interesting well, answer I could think of is still so boring, and that would be like I listen to fucking. I knew this was coming. I listen to strictly yeah, like this metal. Is, this is us trying to navigate just like having a conversation, going down rabbit holes, and also recognizing well, that wait, the people listening to let this me say don't really care that wasn't about, a dig on your question. Right. This no, is because I, I actually am curious if you care or you were just lobbying him. You, a cool you were content lobbying. You were partly thing. lobbying. No, I kind of want to know. You were lobbying. Well, so like what percentage? Well, it was a lob. What percentage right. do you want to know? And what percentage was a lob? Sixty-five. The other percentage. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty-five. So sixty-five a lob. Yeah. Big time. Okay, that's still more interested in that question. No, no, than no. I am. Thirty. No, sixty-five percent. I wanted to know. That's a lot. Really? No, no. 65 was a lot. It's kind of a lot. It's yeah. fine. I like a lot. But you answered it. Oh, here we go. Like, we have country, like, when we're on the road, we have country Sundays. We have, maybe you can help us come up That's with. That's cool to know for all of the people that want listen, to know. Listen, we have, that we have, is we have, listen, more Michael interesting. Stop. Michael, <laughs> yeah. stop. We'll continue. Aloha Fridays. Yeah. Uh, when, is that vintage Hawaiian magic? I wish. Oh. Hawaiian oh. magic. Wait, that's what it's called. Is it? Do you want to like turn people on to the greatest playlist of all time? It is the greatest playlist of all time. It is by far the greatest playlist. I thought playlist. it was just vintage Hawaiian music. No, vintage Hawaiian magic. On Spotify. I have shared that with so many it's people, It's the best. Hannah, the Hannah showed it to us originally. It was from Hannah? Yeah. Dude, I, it's I, the greatest I can think of 10 people that I've showed it to right now that yeah. like, love that. Are you guys just like knee pits just soaking yeah, wet? Yeah, mine are pretty wet. Mine are chilling. Okay. That's why I'm, yeah. I'm wearing pants. So are you still trying to? You're trying to get off talking about music. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then we no, have the care. hold up I Thursdays. Really <laughs> I really don't care. Would no, that? that would be the worst. No, no, that would be, be terrible. It would be pretty fun. Especially because I'm not getting paid for Keep it. Keep lobbing me. No, you you lobbed me something. Can it be a music question? No, it's fine. I mean, I had I had two questions. Okay. Uh, that are actually interesting. Okay. <laughs> that's a dig. No, no, that's not what I meant. Wow. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, is that not what a dig? I meant, what I meant was I'm not. Uh, gonna troll you right now. I have actually two serious questions. And ask them, Not dude. actually interesting. Compared ask to them, yeah. Michael. One was, and you picked the order in which we answer them. One was, Just do one at a time. I want to like a highlight reel of like freakouts. Like who would get more mad or upset if someone pranked or like told on the other one growing stop. up? Don't do yeah. the two thing. What's As the, kids, say the question. Pitch the one question. <laughs> okay, sorry. It is your podcast. You can control it. Okay, just no, just pitch the questions. Like <laughs> you were gonna say them both, and then eventually I just, say the. You could first just stop one. and answer the first one. Well, I need I need to hear it again. Short term, because you were listening. Because the whole time you were just like, I can't I wait mad. to fucking yes, get exactly. at you right yes, now. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Exactly. Uh, who would get like more mad, and what was it like when like someone fucked with the other one growing up as kids? I mean, like it's by far down. the answer is me. And what does that look oh like? Oh my god. Like, give me an example Taylor, of something that like, happened. Taylor, you never really got mad. No. At all. You knew you, you had this. Me. You had the Zen motorcycle approach from the beginning. <laughs> Zen motorcycle? <laughs> Zen in the art of motorcycle maintenance. I'm proud of you, buddy. You know that book. That's pretty good. You had that approach, which was like, you knew that I had a pretty hot head. And you're like, if I can just stay underneath <laughs> the heat, I can let me cook the chicken. All day. <laughs> let me pause you for a second. <laughs> What's so amazing is you float in your normal existence with like you would never know that grant gets angry no but you have an extremely you had a really short fuse i think it's still there and i just haven't seen it in a really long time mm. your life has just been so good yeah life has been good for a while so you I haven't think that, that yeah i haven't like really freaked out we'll see what happens at these shows no it'll be fine we don't have long enough no, on not the road long enough. you've seen but me we'll, get pretty mad i've seen you at your most angry yeah 
I've seen you well, kick. No, uh, kick not a vehicle. the most angry. What's the He's most? He's seen me at the most angry. What's the most angry you've ever been? But like, but, but past the most, like just irrational. <laughs> this is what I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, for sure. This Explain. is like I don't and I don't remember a lot of the like exactly what set it off, but the throwing the metal rod thing was pretty nuts. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You threw the metal rod? Yeah. Dude, and that would have killed him, impaled him. Yeah. It would, oh, it, dude, my God. I'll like, never God, forget for sure. it, dude. <laughs> it was a – you – do you remember what we were fighting yeah. about? Well, no, I don't remember what we were fighting about. No, but I remember what it was. I kind of remember it being at night, but maybe it wasn't at night. It was a night with the lights on. Mom and Dad might have actually been home. Yeah, they were. And you and I were fighting – in the living or in the hallway probably yeah, and to set the rooms. scene we just have like a ha- basic house living room kitchen hallway with like four rooms five six rooms yeah it's a house <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm so sorry <clears throat> and we're rolling on the floor pushing each other yeah what i don't really remember but i remember like holding you down and you would reach a point where like it was no more just us wrestling where you i really felt like you were like you I were fucking going, mad and you really you. wanted to kill me For sure, yeah. and then i would do this thing where i'd hold you down kind of like when are you going to stop? Because I'm afraid if I let you go, you're going to fuck me up. <laughs> exactly. If we have to stay here until, uh, until you realize. Until I know my man. life is not exactly, in Dude, and I, I let him go. And I don't remember. I let him go, ran behind the door, and held the door back. You know, yeah, so we couldn't yeah. get in. We didn't have locks And at that doors. point, you grabbed a metal rod. And now I think about it. I no, no, feel no, no, like no. It wasn't that. Insane. It was. I had like an Ikea dresser. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it is. I ripped off. <laughs> it, like one of the like things that was connecting it uh-huh. it was like this metal rod and i was just wait i was just kicking on the door waiting for him to open the door i don't even know what i was going to do with it uh-huh. i just knew i had this killer object killer <laughs> killer object and the second that you opened the door i was going to do something and so you knew that and i had it somehow i, I don't think i did not know that you had it i at least how i remember it i remember it like I would peek my head out to see where you were because, you know, you'd be like trying to get in and then it would stop. <laughs> like peek my head out to see if it was safe. <laughs> and I remember peeking out like half my body and all of a sudden Grant just like pops out and he has this rod and he goes, boom, and he chucks it straight at me and I swing the door all the way open, dude. And this thing goes straight past me and in through the back of a guitar, like through the <laughs> like strings, the guitar, the back it of goes right through guitar. the little hole and the strings and just sticks in. And makes that like cartoon arrow sound. Just like, Do you think it would have broke his skin? Yeah, it would have for sure. Like it would have in his up. body. Yeah, it was sharp as shit. It would have changed your life. I had ju- yeah. yeah. It would have changed your life. Yeah, it would have changed, it changed both of this. your lives, dude. <laughs> oh my god, that's insane no, that you did that. It was crazy. Did you? Were you surprised at yourself? Yeah, and when I was doing it, I, I was like, you know, if you throw this, like, it's gonna be different. <laughs> <laughs> like. Things are gonna be different. But I mean, for post you after after it impaled the guitar, did clarity yeah. happen? Where you were like, the clarity. Whoa. I got the post nut clarity hard <laughs> there, but I think I had like, you know, when you just have to commit to how angry. You're, maybe yeah. you guys don't know this. No, no, I kind of. But know. I've definitely lived enough as an like angry where you're embarrassed a little bit. Yes, you're like I've definitely, I've definitely laughed. I've definitely left rational world here yeah, yeah yeah and i'm existing where i know that i'm wrong you can't just swing back or else no, you're insane but i can't yeah i can't just go back to like oh like sorry like, yeah sorry's on the other side of the world right now like i can't go back to sorry i have to yeah. just commit to like it's like uh it's like talking to like remember the talking to a homeless person thing the only way to like win a conversation with a homeless person is to out crazy them yeah no i don't know that's a obscure that's reference that's always that? that's how i felt in, that's how i felt <laughs> in fighting if i ever got in a fight i would just try to out crazy 
Yeah, exactly. Or like just go so absurdly but in my own The only world. way that it works I've done that is and if it you worked. fully commit to living in that world. Right. So yeah, I, I, I get there. Right. I don't get there very often, Did but I've gotten your parents... There. I mean, your dad obviously must have found out about the guitar. He was—he saw it. Yeah. Also, version. Could you like not wait to tell him? Grant threw a fucking rod and it went through the guitar and like. <laughs> no, almost I don't me. think I was that way. I don't remember being like a telly person because no, I also you, was a part of it. You definitely like. You were scared. Yeah, at that sure. point I was probably scared. Yeah, you but like, you had that. Yeah, Grant had the pop off when he reached pop off stage. It, I was scared. I was yeah, like, dude, I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. I don't trust that you won't kill me. Yeah. But I you think know? like I don't think I'm a serial killer. Or, like, capable That's of good. being a serial killer. Because mm-hmm. I think that in getting there, I've seen that side and went, like... Does it help? Do you empathize, empathize That's, with serial killer? That's what made you uh, avoid being a serial killer? killer? Was when you threw the... Well, like... Knowing you never could really go through with it? Yeah. like, th- And then now thinking about, like, if that would have actually physically... It was, like a, it was like, like a glimpse. You got a glimpse. Uh, it's like that movie... Uh, Family Man with Nicolas Cage and Don Cheadle mm. and Tay Leone. You never seen it? Who else I mean, is, it? Like. is it? Tay Leone? <laughs> Tay Leone. Um, <laughs> don't actually say. No, that. I gotta be able to pull one. <laughs> no, don't. I don't know a single other actor. The only other time I remember, like when we think about our childhood fights, is when we were at church and you tried to high kick me, and I. Because my shoulder is now. Yeah, but we were actually fighting, and you tried to kick me. And right when he kicked me in my ribs, I grabbed your foot and I swooped out the other. Yeah, which I'd never done that move before. (laughs) It worked. And it worked, and you still have a bump on your shoulder because of it. Like it, it, I never got it reset. Like a bone spur, like a lump. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a. I think Grandma used to tell me it was a calcium buildup. I'm interested to know how much of our parents. Like when you look at mom and dad, are you just like, oh, I def- I'm definitely dad in this or mom in this? Because like the older I get, I'm like, I think I have mom. I think we both have our parents' chillness. Yeah. Um, I also think I'm much more like mom and you're much more like dad. Oh my god, you both have your parents' chillness. You have your dad's temper for sure, and you have your mom's other thing, aloofness, fox face, fox fox face. Yeah, a little bit. Actually, you do look a little more like mom than I do. Yeah. Like I look more like dad. Your mom was into the Enneagram thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, I like it too now. Yeah. Have you done it? I wish I could sit and talk. Wait, wait. Do you know what your number is? Yeah. Let's all say it at the same time. Let's say it at the same time. Oh my god! I wonder if you and I are the same. I wonder too. Mike and I notoriously have a lot of similarities. I mean, based off of the title alone, you guys are the same thing. Okay. Wait, wait. Just just sorry for those of you who don't know the Enneagram. Check it out if you want on like Wikipedia or something. Or it is kind of some basic. Here's the thing. I listened to a 90 minute. A uh, podcast about it. It was actually two 45 minute podcasts, episode one and two. And the lady that was the guest was a, she was Christian. And I think that she studied with the Enneagram thing. It was somehow linked to her it religion or whatever. It was created by Christians, wasn't it? I don't know about that, but I know it's really popular amongst the Christian community. And she said that the, the online tests are kind of bullshit. Like it's really hard to get an accurate reading. You kind of have to work with someone who studied it because it's been around for sure. a long Well, she explained it and I totally get it. She, it made sense. It didn't seem like bullshit. She wasn't selling her service. When I got mine, I was like, this makes sense. Yeah, agreed. I yeah. didn't like it, but it I made also sense. I didn't like mine. Mine, I, she was going through all of them, and I was like, one, two, three, eight. Four. What? Oh, you're what? doing the thing? Seven. You're right. an eight? helper? That's what the four is, right? Helper? No, four no. is artist. No. Four eight. is what dad is. Eight is a helper. No, eight's a challenger. Eight's a challenger. Wait, nine's oh, a helper. No, 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 no. 
two is a, a helper. Nine's a peacemaker, which is what our mom is. My mom is a nine. Yeah. It's a yeah, that makes sense. Go ahead. It's a motherly <laughs> number. <laughs> you're okay, uh, no, I'm a four. That's yeah. Because you're tortured. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah she though this lady said fours are envious of other people's ability to be comfortable. Like just feel normal in the world. And I was like, Oh, okay, yep. And then she was like, uh relation having a relationship is the most important thing to you in the world. And I was like, Yep, dead ringer. And then she was like, uh um fuck i can't remember the other ones uh but she said that being the being fours or the being fours and i think sevens are the two hardest ones to be she said i would not want to be a four or seven they're the hardest things i I feel like being a seven kind of what was a seven enthusiast fours and sevens are the most prone to addiction i think oh yeah hilarious that's hilarious because i think i mean i've always said i think i have an insanely addictive personality and you're a yeah. eight, eight and yeah. I don't really but know what they are. We could pull I don't think, up. We don't need to. I don't I don't know. <clears throat> Your drive for seeking I like stimulants it. is more like a just a pleasure thing, not avoiding pain. Right. I think for us it's avoiding pain. That's interesting. I We're using it as an escape. That's a really great way. Because we just that. don't want to feel uncomfortable. So ours is more dangerous. Which is so crazy because knowing both of you, it, like especially knowing you, like it just surprises me so much. What? To hear that either of you are uncomfortable in any sort of social situation. Yeah, it's mm. well <clears throat> like even people having, who don't know you just hearing you on this podcast could probably tell by the tone of your voice that you don't have a problem talking or being honest or being well, But being hyperverbal, the skill of like uh being hyperverbal is Different than an internal experience. A hundred. I mean, sh- of course it is, but it, you know? that's why it's a surprise. That's yeah. why I'm surprised. I mean, one of the most common things you hear about people who commit suicide is like, I never would have guessed it. They were the most. They were the life of the party. 100%. They were the most enthusiastic, like whatever people. Uncle John, dude. Well, yeah, yeah. It's a gnarly one. Yeah. And that's not to say that those people are often the ones who commit suicide. It's just like someone's outer appearance can a lot of times give you zero information about what their in- experience is like internally. For sure. Yeah, and why Why do you... F- why aren't people talking about it? <laughs> 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 That's incredible. Oh my God. I, I dude... No, I literally all I do is talk about it. Well, I have a podcast where that's all I talk you. about. I wanted I was lofting you a little bit of uh, a situation, but I also lofting or lobbing, lofting, lobbing. I lofted it. No, it's a volleyball <laughs> term. Lobbing. It's a volleyball term for sure. Well, lo- a loft. What's is, a loft? A loft is the where you sleep up above. Yeah, so that has nothing to do with it. A so loft. Oh, like something thrown, right something now. softly. Okay. Well, why would they call it a loft? Because it's up above, and if I throw you something that's up above, it's lofting. No, a lob is a soft throw. Yeah, it's like an easy catch. So what is a loft? It's, it's a place where you. S- yeah, it's above. It's, it's like a. Sleep. So if I I threw it up, yes. how is that not what lofting? Is, if it's, it's like saying, um, I, I I don't want to follow this too far. I don't either, but we can both. <laughs> we can just, all no, no, no just hold on. No, we can all agree that we know what lobbing is. <laughs> yeah. I also yeah. think lofting works. I'm not saying it's the correct way to mm, use it. I just didn't yeah, think yeah, it was but that here's bad. the thing. Let me break it down very simply for you. The reason that lobbing is used for that is because a lob is an easy catch. Yeah. Right. Loft has nothing to do with something no, being loft easy. Loft is somewhere that you sleep. It's just a place. Agree we move on. Exactly. It's just a place. Agree we move on. 
But the whole purpose, I can't. I can't oh, let it go. It's so it. obvious. I did it. I won, in my mind. Yeah, fake right. I, I won. Th- I also think you Right, but that's like a big quality <laughs> of an eight, dude, <laughs> having to win. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not an eight. I'm not an eight. Well, we yeah. don't know that for sure, but. No, I'm a four. I'm guaranteed right, I'm a four. Right, right, right. Yeah, four actually makes a lot of sense. I'm going to think about the other things that she said. It's okay. Also, your number can show up. In healthy ways and unhealthy ways, and they look very different. Right, and then you have wings and shit. My parents yeah, yeah. are so into it. It's sick, yeah. dude. I'm so no, it. it's cool, but I, I just it. don't. The problem is, then it just gives people more labels to be like, oh, you're just like, dude. Mom would say that all the time. Like, that's that's because you're an eight. She yeah, well, it's right. helpful. Oh, it is. It's helpful to have like I a view to understand the world. Sure. Yeah, yeah, but anything is a double edged sword. Right. Everything is good and bad. Can I say something? As someone like you, who I feel like is into like I don't know, growing and maybe spirituality and yeah, caring. yeah, 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 yeah. okay. I've been working with this new therapist and I absolutely love his approach. It's way different than anything I've ever done in my life. And then the other day I was like, why am I doing this? Because the more self, the more I see people who, and I'm not like completely just like uh, batting on religion or, but people to me who are just like, and I don't want to use the word delusional here, but how I see the word delusional is just like, you know, those characters you have or as friends or people who just like, they're so unaware, they seem to be so unaware of, of certain things. Right. Sometimes I wish like, God, I wish I was delusional. And I don't really, I've said that to you before and I don't really mean it, but I was doing all well, this work say- with my therapist now and I'm like, wait, actually, <clears throat> why am I doing this? Like, if there's no real point, then like, why am I digging this hard? Because it's, it's, it's like emotionally very draining. Well, wasn't there a point? I mean, I care, that's enough for me to do it. You know, like there's enough reason for me to do it Isn't for that myself. your answer then? Yes, but I just mean, I can't help but feel like constantly, like, God, I wish I was more delusional. It just seems like life would be so Wait, much Wait, why? Simpler. Why do you want to be delusional? Because I feel like life would be more simple. I would, I would, it would stop my brain from having to figure things out all the time. I think that, actually, this isn't an opinion. This is just me trying to make sense of an answer to your question. Uh, or not, you didn't even have a question, but. The scenarios in which people are blissfully ignorant all the way through to the end are probably few and far between. I think there's probably a lot of people who are delusional and uneducated and then life gets fucking real and they don't have the tools. They're not equipped to handle it. And so they're even more fucked than like people who are seekers and hyper aware of both the good and bad ends of the spectrum. And But then when shit gets real in their life, they're more equipped to handle it. So that like delusional, that blissfully ignorant thing that you like kind of wish you had may not be, it just seems like what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's probably pretty uncommon. I think there's people that probably think that you are that. We know dumb people. In some way too. That suffer because they're dumb. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like in what way? Because they don't know how to, they're just, they do dumb shit and it it perpetuates their suffering. Right. So they're not. Uh, we we know one very specific person. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Actually, we know a couple of specific people. We definitely do. Because I thought we were thinking the same person, and then I thought of someone else, and I was like, oh. I don't know who the other one is, but I definitely know who one of them is for sure. Yeah, there's like, there dude, some... we were watching. Do they have a penis? <laughs> we... No. Oh. They have a vagina. I was thinking of a penis one. Really? I was. Too and then I realized you were talking about a vagina one. I was thinking of a penis one. <laughs> Do you know who the penis one is? No. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Wow. Yeah. People that like it seems like actively choose to make their life more difficult like all the time. Yeah, but they're not bothered by it. So who cares? 
No, they are bothered. They're super. They're bothered suffering. By it, not at sure. least, and that's not how I see it in my head. Like I, but what I'm saying I is that like example risk. probably doesn't exist as much as it seems like it does. Mm. Maybe. But I thought about that for a long time, like with religion. I'm like, dude, if I just believed in something, I wouldn't have to think about the like, thing. And when the bad thing happens, I just, you here's know, the thing, like Taylor, right. I actually nice? know several examples of people who were delusionally religious. They bought in. It was Christ all the way. And then at the end, they were afraid because they didn't have an actual like true belief to their core. I don't think they that's went probably most people deep enough. Yeah. Most like it didn't, people. it didn't bring them peace in the end. Sure. That's probably most religious people. Yeah. But I'm saying, I don't think that that's a problem with, and you're not saying that. what I'm saying. I, I want to make clear for anyone who's watching. I'm not saying it's a problem with religion. I'm saying yeah. those people went about it in a way that like they didn't dig deep enough. They were just like, Oh, this feels good. I'll just take it at face value. Right. And to your point of like, at the very end, it didn't bring them peace. Mm-hmm. I think about like, but what did it do for them all the way until the end? Was that like, that sounds like it might be nice. Yeah, like who cares if they suffered at the end? Because most of them. And in the cool. same yeah. way that I'm like, cool. I know that's not it for me. I don't know, man. I think that like seeing death right around the corner is probably a pretty insane experience. And I don't want to be terrified of it. I want to like welcome it. Yeah. Which I is- want to be hyped. Like, I want to be hyped. You want to be like bringing on. I want to be literally like excited yeah. to find out what's on the other side. Yeah. My mom said that my uncle Ricky, my her uncle Ricky, my great uncle Ricky, um, he was gay and died of AIDS. Um, Whoa. Well, that's what your but, mom said, or that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> like she just didn't fuck with him. She was dissing him, just making up shit. Like that's that was her insult. That was really good. No, that's actually that's actually what happened. But she said, uh, and he, everyone, like my uncle, my aunt, my mom, everyone, my grandma. He he was the coolest man on the planet. He, I think, before he came out, he they said that he dated an Egyptian princess. Like he he was a uh, a world traveling dancer. Uh So uh-huh. he would go to different countries. That's anyway, cool. so that's cool. Whatever. He was highly spiritual. And at the end, they said he was 0% afraid. Sincerely. How did they he know Because he said it. He said, I'm 0% afraid? He was like ready to die. He's like, I can't wait. He was like, I can't wait to see what's on the other mm-hmm. side. That's pretty nuts. And he, so he was an example of and someone you know who this really is, believed. I don't know about you, but that's how I've like reconciled our relationship with our parents. Right. Because we're both not Christian. Or I'm not Christian. and I'm and definitely not whatever version of whatever. I'm definitely not whatever version of Christian they are. Right. I don't think that I don't necessarily know what I am. My point being. I don't even. By the way, I'm not. I don't even know who's Christian. Right. By the just, way, yeah. everyone re- listening, relax. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> For those of you out there who might be getting fired up, just relax a little bit. That's what I'd say. About what are they getting fired up about? Letting them in on some, you know, there's some things that maybe don't make sense completely. There's some judgments on that we had, but just relax is all I'm saying. Are we being judgy? No, no, no. I don't think we are, but they don't know us. so it They might, might think we are? Anyways. No, my, we love my, everyone. My point is, 100%. My point is, I always felt like the reason I really accepted it, because I struggled with feeling like I didn't fit in to, with Christianity and our parents, really. Like that relationship right. took me a long time. And I feel like I reconciled it with that thought also of like, this is what brings them inner peace. And to your mm-hmm. point of like, yeah. I have a feeling when my parents, when my parents get to that stage in their life, it'll be more of an acceptance and like a, and that is a beautiful thing. And sometimes I'm like, God, I wish I could just have chosen that. Cause if I could really buy into something like that, it would probably be a beautiful thing in my life. And to be honest, our parents are amazing people and like, have lived awesome. a great life. The more I've been like, 
I've made a conscious decision in the last few months to like go full steam ahead into that because I've always been the other direction. I've been more like most of my life. I was more like uh, post. What's that fucking documentary? Uh, Zeitgeist. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was like post Zeitgeist Taylor. That was me too. Yeah, I was very like religion is bad and like all this shit's bullshit and yeah. like whatever. And that didn't that ultimately didn't leave me feeling good in adulthood. Like now that shit's getting real, and I'm like, well, that's clearly not the answer. So I'm going the other direction consciously. And what I'm starting to really believe is it's like, if you wish that you could buy into something like that, I don't. I think it literally is just a choice. Like, like there's, there's no, no... The problem is you have to really believe it. I think it's a choice. I think it's a skill. You can practice belief and belief becomes real. I don't think it's like you finally... I think you seek that because you want to believe it and then like confirmation bias happens in a good way. It becomes real. Yeah, like everything really. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't think it's like, oh, we don't have proof of Jesus, so that's bullshit. I don't think that matters. Right. I think you really, you start out faking it. To, in fact, not to get super nerdy here, but you've heard of Carl Jung. Mm-hmm. He was a famous psychologist who studied under Sigmund Freud. Freud was... He was an atheist, was he not? Freud was an atheist. Right. Carl Jung was very spiritual. And he wrote a book called, that I haven't read, but I heard someone else talk about it, called Synchronicity. And it's about all these crazy coincidences that happened in his life that led him to become hyper-spiritual. And he said that even though he couldn't prove uh, spiritual circumstances or uh, events in his life in a lab, that seeing hundreds of patients, he said there was a a uh, stark difference between the recovery of people who had spiritual beliefs and people who didn't. And he said the spiritual beliefs, like objectively served Dude, the people. I'll tell better. you I'll tell you what, man. I in the last like year or so have started like slowly introducing a form of prayer into my life. Same. Just randomly. Okay, Sometimes. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish my point. There was the one last bit that tied into what you said. Okay. He said, what do you do if you if you need evidence and you can't like that's the only way for you to believe. He said you fake it till you make it. He said that's how you uh develop spirituality is you just fake it and then it becomes real. So that makes sense. that's a really intelligent guy who like co-signed that thing that you don't need evidence. You fake it and it becomes real. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, uh, I see that working in that situation. What? When it comes to religion or like choosing a religion. That's what we're talking about. Any kind of spirituality. Right. I was taking that out of context for other things in my own life. Like what? Mm. <clears throat> I don't know. Never mind. I don't want to go down there. What he's saying is that even you will reap the benefits of so tired. of true belief. <laughs> what? Where the fuck did that come from? I think you should leave. It's hard not to quote it sometimes. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, wait. Yeah. What was that? Wait. The hot dog sleeve one, where he's eating the hot dog. So tired. <laughs> oh, because he because he can't eat. I've never been so fucking tired. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired of my life. <laughs> Well, for those of you who don't know, I think you should leave Tim Robinson, probably one of the most life-changing shows I've ever seen. Um, I mean, it significantly changed like the way I talk. Yeah. yeah. So many people. Yeah. I've met other groups of people completely, completely unaffiliated with you guys at all who sound just like us. You know. And what's crazy is for the longest time, I would like, 
even with Hannah or like friends, it's like it was a test. And if they didn't think things were funny, I like that though. I like it. I, I like, like that we have never, that. You know what? It's like what Big Lebowski used to be. Or Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, even Seinfeld. Yeah. I feel like Seinfeld is a way to look at the world in a lot of ways. Like either you get that like everything is like a like everything can be seen Seinfeldian. Everything's a not. joke. Yeah. It's it, it. I think we learned very early on. Because like that was really one of the only shows that we were allowed to watch that yeah. wasn't like, I don't know, not Christian television, but like was a sec- yeah. a secular TV show. Right. Dad just always loved Seinfeld. Right. I feel like it shaped the way we saw the world in a lot of ways. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, everything can be kind of funny, all the time, and I like that outlook on life. I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that, but I don't like most of the I think you should leave skits, so I don't pass the test. Well, no one's saying that they're all like hilarious. No, definitely not. What I like about the ones that I don't like is I feel like I get the idea. And even the fact that I understand what they were maybe trying to do or that they went so ridiculous, even though I didn't think it was funny, I love that. But I just love also like I think comedy writing is if i didn't have a brother who i thought was or friends who i thought were so much funnier than me i'd really pursue it because i just think why wouldn't you a, just do it anyway being i probably will but like being what in would a, you do if you didn't play volleyball i have literally no idea uh, other than like just be a flagpole yeah, or a lifeguard tower yeah, dude. <laughs> i'd probably be a lifeguard honestly yeah. you think yeah i wouldn't be good at it you could be a pro wrestler that would have been cool. That would be really sick, actually. Oh, wait. That's what I wanted to say. There's a couple things that are like bubbling up in culture right now. The zeitgeist, if you will. One is pro wrestling. I'm just hearing. Because of Rick yeah. Rubin, dude. People are. Yeah, I think. It, it, but not just him. I mean, uh, Billy Corgan is like, he owns. Rick Rubin said that he was really into uh, pro wrestling. Oh, he loves it. He's always loved He's it. About, like, that's the, he watches he it to go to sleep. the best representation of how the world exists. He thinks it's more real than reality. Yeah. But when he explains it, what? when he explains it, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not crazy. Yeah. He's, it, he has a nuanced explanation. That makes sense. <clears throat> um, that and prayer and spirituality. The pendulum is swinging. There's so many people that are starting, that I've heard say, podcast people, friends, everyone's like starting to like crave some fucking bigger belief. Yeah. I think that's cool. I think it's because our culture has gone the other way so hard like against it for a while especially in the media and stuff like we're all getting older yeah but i don't think it's just that i think it's also just culture i don't think it's just our age i think we just happen to be adults right now i think it's happening despite like everyone outside i also of our feel across the board people are starting to crave spiritual. some sure. kind of connection well and I don't know, for those people who like feel like they have to base every decision on their life, every decision in their life on like practicality or logic or studies or whatever, it's like we also have a lot of data that I think smart people talking about these subjects that are maybe not religious, where for the longest time, prayer and those things were associated with religion. Yeah. And so now that they're being talked about, not in that context, I think a lot of that stuff. Just seeing the benefits of it. Yeah. And yeah. now there's like, maybe there's some science to show, like a neuroplasticity or different things. You know, they're kind of like, yeah. oh, now, but now this a guy goes like me back can take this information and, and find the beauty in it or how right. I can use it in my it's life. It's just in a different wrapper. Yeah. But like, it's what I've been saying lately is that like everything is everything. Mm-hmm. I think the more we f- know, the more we start to see that nothing is separate. Yeah. 
science, religion, whatever. It's all the same. Music thing. and sports. Music, sports, literally everything is everything. Everything can be a parallel for anything else. Um, Very true. Let's do it. Let's do jacking off and uh, politics. How is you're asked, the question is how is jacking off like politics? Yeah, yeah. How is one a parallel for the other? Um, well, some people want me to do it, and some people don't. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a time. There's definitely okay. a time and a place for it. Okay. Uh, is that true of? That's true of everything, which does support my point. Okay, wait, hold on. We have to delineate between like the concept of politics and jacking off, or like. Being a Republican or a Democrat and jacking off. The, the concept of all of politics and jacking off. Okay. So how is jacking off like politics? Um, I don't know. I think I, I didn't lob. I didn't give us a lob. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something Locked. like that. Trying to think of do, like something with coming. I was trying to yeah, finish. I was thinking yeah, of something with I know. Finish. But like what? Yeah. I can't find one for politics. Um, like, well, okay. One person the, never gets to finish. Well, that's like a that's like a bad one-liner. <laughs> but, but hold on, no, no, I, I'm not insulting you. You weren't trying to make a one-liner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. You were. Well, There's I mean, this weird culture of mind, saying something insulting that we have, and then saying I wasn't trying to insult you. That's really toxic. I think we should find a new way because it's really. Let's bad. just do it how we have originally done it. But you weren't trying to make we're a one-liner, none right? Of us, none of us are offended by anything. My point was bit of being offended like, by. My something. point wasn't that you were bad. I don't care. <laughs> It's it gonna, I know you don't. It's okay. It's okay for me to say something that I also know isn't funny, but it just came out. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I okay. The reason I'm trying to backtrack so hard, and I'm not, because it's also true. I wasn't trying to be insulting. Uh, is that I don't think either of you have insulted me this whole time. Yeah. Neither of you have insulted. Well, Taylor, kind of you've both been insulted by me. I mean, I kind of already insulted you. Oh, you did. Sorry. I don't think I was insulted by you. Uh yeah, because I was calling you out for your metaphors. Yeah. Yeah, but that was just like Rousing. that was just jousting. But that's, that's kind of what all of this is. Yeah, the fat face one. That's hard. Is was the harshest out of all of them. Yeah, but because like, fat's a hard word. <laughs> yeah, so you know that. We don't need to keep you back. Okay, cool. <laughs> just, but if you could just admit really quick that it no, is that. I'll be honest. Really I don't feel great about it. When yeah. I said it, I knew That's it was fun. a little harsh. Okay. It's crazy but that I did you're it hurt. Of, wait, I did that we thought you could never. No, because yeah. we made we, it a big we thing. We considered that. No, because we made it a big you thing. You might not understand. Thing. I know it's harsh. Yeah. I know I could have used a different word. Totally. I said it on top of the joke that you always think, that I think that you're a little chubby. Yeah. But I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I tease you about it because that's what brothers do, and it's still a part of you. You know what's funny too is to you teased me about it for so long that I actually got in pretty good shape, and it's the greatest thing I ever I hated gifted you. Too. Fat <laughs> shaming fucking works. Yeah, yeah, it works. I mean, okay, I'm not saying it's the healthiest thing for people to do, no. but it is an effective weight loss tool. Yeah. Clearly, and totally. Grant's a proof of that. I'm an effective <laughs> weight loss tool. <laughs> <laughs> You're a tool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's another interesting one. What I tried to bring up earlier is like, yeah, I would give, I would joke about your weight, but also not really. I think you were just really sensitive to it, but I never I knew if it actually affected you. No, no, and no, no, because no. you're the kind of playoff guy, then it was like our little play, right. you know, it didn't feel like I would never do it. Like I would never do it. Well, unless I also, it was harsh I also think to be I'm a playoff guy. So. <laughs> you are a playoff guy. How long are your podcasts? I don't know until we're done. That's fine. I'm just wondering typically. 
Should we like try to wrap it around to like something like volleyballish? Again? Oh, I did have a, my second question that I never got to was a volleyball question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sure there is a parallel, and can you paint it for us of the situation in a room with songwriters where someone has a bad idea, and how do you handle that? Because ultimately, you're on a team, and your goal is to write a song. Volleyball, you're on a team, and your goal is to win. Um, is there a parallel? Like, what's the parallel for someone having a bad idea? And then you having to like learn how to yeah, deal like with it. Somebody making it. I'm 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 not a volleyball player. Why don't you answer it? <laughs> <laughs> What's your answer? No, 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 no. I want right? your answer first. Well, I think it's also different. Like, I, the, also, and maybe it's not different, but I think of like a, the real battle is players and coaches, because more uh, more often than not, like players want to collaborate on things. And it's also different, and maybe this is something. Yeah, but it doesn't you. matter because so do songwriters. Yeah. Okay. I'm also, I feel like well, there's a what I'm saying is give me both. Here's what I would. Here's what I. Here's the parallels that are coming to me as you said that. One okay. of them being like, a lot of times if there's a more veteran guy, you kind yeah. of just like sway towards what he thinks. Right. So I'm, I'm imagining if you're writing with like I don't know who's like one of the biggest. Max Martin. You make him up or is he real? No, he's real. Okay, he's Max real. Martin is the greatest songwriter of all time. Okay. It's, it's if, crazy how yeah. many songwriters have names that sound fake. Yeah, it actually does sound really fake. Yeah. For sure. Benny Max, Blanco. Yeah, but Benny Max Martin is arguably the, the biggest songwriter. Kanako Ganachi. Yeah. <laughs> big time. Gucci Willie too. <laughs> I mean, that's, at least for me, it's, I don't know what the fuck we're like, I'm I completely lost like what I'm trying to say or what we're really It's just like, that, what is a situation where like, does someone ever have like a bad? Okay, let's say like, are there timeouts in volleyball? Yeah, but the difference also is like we all have such different roles. You know, we're not like we're collaborating in terms of like we need each other to win. Right. I know, but will anyone ever have like an idea for? There's plays, right? Mm, yeah, more. There's or less. not plays. I mean, the thing I think about in my position is like a, a setter wants to run me on a specific like route, yeah, and I want to do a different route, right. That's perfect. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. And how do you handle that? It depends. Adapt. A great question, actually. It depends. Like, if I'm with, <laughs> Finally, for example, our setter, Michael Christensen, he's, yeah. like, probably the best setter in the world. Uh-huh. And he's very... That's so sick. He's very, yeah, he's very sick. And a lot of times, like, he'll give me a route that maybe I don't want to run. Uh-huh. But if he gives it to me, it's like I trust that he's thinking about the entire strategy of right. like what you have faith enough to not. go like yes. he has a vision. I don't. And he have gives right me now. enough balls for, to keep me in it to keep me believing in what he's doing. Right. And, tr- and he's the best in the world, so I, yeah. I have some of that for him. Yeah. Whereas like other setters, I'm like, give me the fucking ball, and I will say that, and yeah. he'll give me something. Like, no, do this, and so I'll give him like a different call of something that I want. Like I'll override it. Uh-huh. A lot of times, and they'll be like, "All right, yeah," because they respect me because I'm older in some way. Right, got it. Okay, so that's my answer. Mm. So okay, th- so it is very similar uh, to a to music collaboration. It's the worst. It just. What do you mean it's the worst? I mean, no, I don't know. What were you gonna say? No, 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 no. <laughs> Explain what you just said. No, I just mean like what? If, okay, I don't know. It's it's not as big. Like I, I feel like combining these in the way that it was presented to me is hard for me right now. You're having a, a reaction that I don't understand. <laughs> I guess, like, I'm do you understand? About, I'm thinking about no. what's going on. Like, not really. You're just willing to accept. Here's it. what I'm saying: is like the, the like collaborating in terms of like how you would collaborate with someone on music. I think is super different than how 
I would collaborate with a coach or a teammate. Even though the details are, are different, simple. but the fundamentals of collaboration might be there are some universal. Yeah, yeah. the fundamentals I didn't like are the, the ebb and flow. You're in compromise. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like you're right. going to have to get give a little to get a little. Trust, yeah, faith. Indeed. Yeah. Right. Yeah, building a relationship. No one's actively trying to fuck you over. It's like you're all trying to get to the same place. And in both scenarios, right, there can be someone with an ego who's oh like, my no, God, I'm just trying ego, to have my, dude. my yeah. star moment. Holy you know? shit. And ego, though. That, in, well, in the songwriting world, for sure exists. But also, I believe. Oh, I thought you were joking. For sure. The way yeah, it sounded ego. like you were trolling me, but I knew you weren't. No, for sure. Uh, okay. Because in volleyball, are there, have you ever run into players who have an ego where they're like, That's no, I want this to be my moment to the detriment of the team? Maybe not it's as hard much. to tell. It's hard to tell. Maybe not as much. I want this to be my moment, but like. Also, let me be clear. Volleyball is a little different than, for example, basketball, where one guy can go off and have 60 points. Yes, one player can go off and have, let's say, like a big game, which would True. be like 30 plus points. But he needs someone to maybe pass the ball. He needs a setter to set him the ball. Right. So <coughs> I feel like it's a little different in that way. For you sure. know? Like, it's a little more you need to be able to cooperate, whether you can be the person to, like... I will say this, though, that energy can completely sway how you're able to effectively collaborate. Because, like, if you have one player or two players who are just, like, bad attitude or when they get angry, they, like, go off, and that can other people can see that, and it drags them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. would be one potential similarity, but I don't see how that fits with music, really. No. Like, do you... I do, Totally. Like, it's like your attitude in the room. Do you work with someone who's ever just like, no, I think that's a, like, people who can't, who aren't good at that? Yes. <laughs> a lot. 100%. Well, not a, not, well, at least now, at the point I'm at in my career, I've, like, weeded those people out a little bit more. Where, like, I know that I'm more successful with people who have like minds. Right. So, like, I, like, I work with the people that I want to work with now. Right. And those are usually people who are very yes and people. Yeah. Where, like, <clears throat> some people, yeah, some people just want it seems like they want to disagree with you or they just have their own agenda and they really like their idea but also sometimes i don't even know sometimes yeah. it's like they don't even it's not even that they like their idea more they just don't they just really don't want you to get yours <clears throat> i feel like it i would was, honestly i feel like it would be much more cutthroat in the music industry than it is in sports i don't know i feel like i think it's just everybody wants to be in rooms with people that they like everybody wants to enjoy their job for sure so if you're going around and like being a bummer you're gonna get weeded out and this totally. is to me what i would or you're gonna go work with the other bummers maybe yeah like if everyone in the room is cutthroat and so everybody just speaks that language totally think that's normal maybe you just end up working with those people that those rooms exist that's awful for sure yeah i guess i'll say i'll say one thing i have to pee go pee okay I think for me personally, something that I struggle with is feeling like I don't always get to choose my environment and being very envious of like people who get to choose like who they surround themselves by. And a lot of that too You're is like- pretty committed to just the team. You have to be. Yeah. yeah. And you don't really have any control over the team. Right. It's like if there's someone on your team that you don't like playing with, like you kind of just have to suck it up and do it anyways. And maybe that's similar to like being in a band or like- no, I think there's, it's maybe similar to like the way the music industry works where it's like, I don't necessarily like the politics of how songs come out and the way that just the industry works in general. Like, I don't agree with a lot of the ways that like things have to happen, but if I want to participate in the job, I have to participate in all of it mm. and not just part of it. 
don't know. Maybe it, I feel like we're trying really hard to make this metaphor yeah, work. I and there s- are I ways, <laughs> for sure. And we've I didn't like the question from the beginning. I know this yeah, isn't yeah. podcast relevant, but do you guys want me to order food for us? We should get in and out. Yeah, we sh- we should get food soon. Well, if we get in and out, then we're probably. What time is it? It's getting closer. It's, it's no, don't let them know what time it is. I won't let them know. Yeah. But it's, it's like ten thirty-five. Yeah, this is where we woke up at six. All right, I have, you know, I have a thing. Let's oh, do, don't let let's them do, know. Yeah. Ten thirty-five a.m. Yeah. Let's do this just for people okay. who are maybe interested in music what? stuff. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna ask some like really kind of basic questions. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, like, at least for me too. I, I would love to know from both of you, like where where do you draw inspiration from? creatively and then like maybe musically Grant, go go first? First? i pointed you were looking like what am first. i inspired yeah. by like, like even your style of writing do you think it's completely uh, maybe now it's completely your own but was there like a style of writing because you see you hear about this like in stand-up comedy right that like you like for me dude even like <clears throat> i'll listen to like theo vaughn's podcast and i'll catch myself wanting to create phrases that are like so absurd in some way totally like do you feel like you had an influence like that in well, music I, every person that makes music it's like you're a product of the things that you love which what or are like you a you're product an amalgam of? of all of the things that you love what would you say you're a product of? so like early on metallica. like cold play metallica for yeah for a period of time i was really into metallica and then Jamiroquai, Earth, Wind, and Fire. And, like, it makes sense in, like, like, I think that people that listen to music or people that make music, there's people who grew up listening to lyrics and people who grew up caring about melody. And I feel like I was a melody person. You're forgetting one. What's the other one? Because I was a melody person, too, but I was also a texture person, which is, like, production. Yeah, but I I would lump that even more into the melodic category. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm a melody person too, but yeah. but it's still different because No. no. I know I what you're saying. I'm not talking right, about notes. Too. Yeah. I'm talking about sounds, textures. Right. So like guitar tones, drum sounds. Like nerd shit. Yeah, I mean you you call it nerd shit, right. but like it's the same reason like some people like photos with like a lot of film grain or like clean photos. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't give a fuck. They're more about the composition of the photo or whatever the colors. Right. But I don't know if it's necessarily nerdy because even people who aren't nerdy about shit like they feel that. You're right. That was just a that was just a jab. I like that you. No, like no, no, nerd. Shit. No, nerd to me isn't an insult. Right. It's another description. Totally. But I just feel like it was. Okay, wait. Keep going though. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. What am I inspired by now? Or like... Okay, so like you're in- musically inspired by those, but like lyrically, do you have anyone that you're like, ah, oh, this is like a reference that I've used or someone who clearly influenced how I... This like- is explaining... You're hearing your answers right now. Yeah. It's actually explaining a lot of the differences between you and I musically. Yeah, it they makes exist sense. for sure. It makes a lot of sense. Big time. I think... Uh, like, w- I think I only really started ca- like caring about lyrics when I started being a professional songwriter. I don't think I really thought that they mattered that much. And I'm actually curious to know, like... You didn't mention the strokes. I mean, the, yeah, the strokes are huge, for sure. That's a, And Julian Casablancas, like, how, how long into being a super fan of them did you find out that he wasn't writing about anything in particular? Years, in the probably. Beginning. It was a long time? Yeah, mm-hmm. but, it, but I think I... Because I, like, resonated... And Chris immediately. Martin. Yeah, totally. Chris Martin's not writing about anything. Did you ever hear the story about him writing Yellow? No. The Coldplay song Yellow? No. 
basically he was just like they were working on another song in the studio and he was like i wonder if i tried to like write a song like neil dime or neil young mm-hmm. and so he just kind of started playing this chord progression and singing in this like like neil youngy type voice and he was just like looking around the room and he was like i want to sing about something and he just saw the yellow pages and he just started singing the word yellow and it was like a joke and he like brought it into all the guys in the band and they were like yeah that's cool whatever and so he like got a little excited and then went and just like wrote a chorus in five seconds and then came back and it's like the biggest song of all time that's insane it's pretty crazy do you feel like a lot of the best music comes out that way like sadly yeah i don't know what do you mean sadly because i i like preached this thing for a while that and I, I think partially to make myself feel better on days that like I spent a really long time writing something mm-hmm. that like the end result of something that you labored over for hours versus something that like felt like it was just or always existed and took like no effort to write like the end result kind of the same sometimes objectively mm-hmm. like I don't know how much greater a song that I wrote in five minutes versus a song that I wrote in 10 hours is like as songs like but the one that you wrote in five minutes feels better. It feels it better. Feels fantastical. It feels like the thing. It well, feels like it, what you always hear people talking about when, like, oh, they wrote like so and so song in five. It just came out of them. It's like, or when you hear about Paul McCartney waking up and like having yesterday in his head from a dream or something like that. You're like, can I can I just throw a a new age Michael woo woo explanation for that out there? Yeah, I think that the reality is it doesn't matter that uh, there's one is not better than the other. Sometimes they're equal or like you never I know. Agree. I think that. Dude, let me just it, ask you guys. I mean, the best songs you, what do you think is the best song you've ever wrote? <clears throat> Michael. It's like. Well, usually, the best song that you've ever usually written. Usually it's not out yet. I was just going to say the same thing. It's okay. always the next. Like a, it's always the next like one. A very like philosophical answer. No, 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 no. no. I literally mean. And, and I would. It agree. seems like it's always the next one. Yeah, yeah. You're totally right. You're probably right. But that's like kind of implicit in the this particular brand of being creative, as it's like there's no point in creating the next thing if it's not going to be better if it, than the last thing that you made. If it doesn't feel like it's going to yes. be better. But, um, really. Yeah. My fucking point before Taylor interrupted me about uh, one's not better than the other is that I think that I'm subscribing subscribing to this belief that these creative ideas are coming from the divine. And when you write those ones in five minutes, it feels like your antenna of picking up ideas is closer to the, totally. the divine source. And so that's why they feel bigger. You know what? I have a question for you. Do you ever, for both of you, do you ever feel like you go through – I'm going to fuck you with the spouts or spells. spurts kind of yeah. spurts. spurts. Okay. Do you ever feel like you go through spurts of time where you're just like so creatively on fire? It could be, it doesn't even need to be in writing music. It could be like in how you interact with people socially, just like in general, you just feel like you're that version of yourself. that's just fucking on. Yeah. And then maybe you write or do something creative. And then two weeks later, it's like, you look back at something you wrote and you're just like, I'm getting nothing from this. Yeah, that's like yeah. that's like the the definition of being creative. Yeah. Is it's like you have a period of time where everything feels really easy and like it everything that you're doing was supposed to happen. And then 
nothing really changes that much except like it's never a loss of ideas it's just a very you become like really judgmental sort of sometimes more than others yeah, it's you it's more like you change yeah your ideas, the work doesn't change as like, much i still stand by that like my ideas are usually the same like the the quality of my ideas mm-hmm. are in the ballpark of the same thing mm. but how receptive i am to them and how judgmental or not judgmental i am of them mm-hmm. is constantly changing it's, dude it's so interesting because like i did a i like am trying to i think for a long time i suppressed so much of this narrative that like i could be creative in any way because to your point when we were younger it's like i was sports guy and you were music guy right. and i always thought of you as someone who was just like a creative both of you actually like creative geniuses and just like wordsmiths in a way you know and i just was so not i was just the tall dumb kind of just volleyball kid right and it's only as of recent years that i've just started pursuing like creative writing and things because i enjoy doing it right and i remember doing this thing i called tall thoughts it's on my instagram and i had a couple and it was like a a period of a week or two where i was just like i'm gonna start doing creative writing every morning or every afternoon when i got back from training and so i would go train, come back, and then just pick a subject, like a chair, and just be like, how curious can I be about this chair? Right. Like, who invented, like, who must have been so tired? They're like, why don't we just create something instead of sitting on rocks? Whatever it was. And I remember writing out, like, when, it, when that idea hit me, I just started coming up with so many good ideas. And I did the one on flies, and like, right. and I love that to this day, and I wrote it, like, all in one take, and then had all these ideas, left Poland, came back home, like was just kind of settling back in and a couple weeks later was like, I guess to keep doing the creative writing stuff. I really liked what that brought out of me. Right. And I looked back at like some of the ideas I, I had and even read some of the old ones and I was like, what? Like this just doesn't ring with me at all anymore. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, you were probably it, just, well, let, me, let me finish really quick. Sorry. It scared me. Cause I was like, when am I going to get, when am I going to, and I, dude, I talk with my therapist yeah. about this too. Like, when terrifying. am I going to be the version of me that gets the thing? Dude, imagine your whole career hinges on the moments where things are good, and then you think you did something good, and then you go back and you're like, oh, that wasn't good. Or there's a moment when you can't write something good, and you're convinced that you're never going to do something good again. How much? Does but then you repeat that weekly. Dude, how does that not, for both of you, how does that not just insurge you with just like insane amounts of anxiety and fear? I mean, it, it's always a perspective thing and like having a little bit of control over the environment of yourself how do you overcome that you you overcome it with through sheer will and then if you do it long enough you start to realize it's part of the process and it's less scary you might go through a dry spell and instead of going like i'm never gonna like because you do you feel that way now because i know you've been through moments where you're like i don't know how to write like a good song again i mean i actually i think i kind of like maybe in like two or three week cycles and there i feel like the feeling like i don't know how to write a song thing is that feeling gets a little shorter but there's like a bigger feeling of just like oh now i'm i'm just less i'm less create i'm less creatively fruitful right now yeah it's it's just you you've just seen yourself be in that space and then it change enough times that it sucks but like you know it's just temporary I mean, it's kind of like getting, it's kind of like anxiety. Yeah, 100%. Or like panic disorder a little bit in, in some ways where it's like, uh, if you get, if you are someone who has panic attacks and you know what they are, it doesn't make having them any easier. But a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit. A little bit. They still will catch you. Because the fear is not compounded by will this ever end. Yeah. Dude, it's also very similar to what I do. Like, in fact, like this last couple weeks, I've felt like such a lesser version of myself as a volleyball player. And today we played, for example, we played six on six, three sets, like actual games of volleyball to right. compete. And I was like, oh, fuck, there I am. But for the longest time, I was just like, dude, what is going on? Like, I'm missing certain, like, doing things that were, like, felt super uncharacteristic. Right. And to your point of, like, well, the more you have those things, the better you get at, like, coping with them and, like, yeah. having strategies. And then also, like, at least for me, also to this day, I still get caught up in, like, before a game, before most games, and I don't know if you felt this way about, like, shows, but before most games, I do, like, a visualization, like, a little meditation, breath work, and some visualizations. Mm -hmm. Most most games to this day at some point there's a visualization of like i served the ball under the net which in volleyball yeah. is like maybe one of the most embarrassing things you can do right do you do you ever feel like like i guess i'm surprised sometimes because i'm like oh, i should be wiser and better equipped to handle that but wait, yet wait, it wait. still comes around you're doing a visualization and then when i do visualization it's like i visualize myself like what is what do i look like in the gym i visualize specifically like what does the ball feel like when i make this move or when i hit yeah, the yeah. ball or like as specific so as I can get. Serving under the net comes up out of nowhere during that, All, you're saying? There's always that bit of me that, like back in my head that's like, and what if, and what's going to happen when you do this? And then just boom, the visualization of me like really fucking up, like whipping the ball. And, and how do you react to that? Well, now I'm, I'm, I always overcome it. Yeah. But I sometimes I'm just like, oh, I should be so much more well. This should just, this shouldn't even be coming up. Or like even in games, it's like, you know, when I, when I should is a difficult word. Very fair. And I think a part of life in general is understanding that some of these things are endless. There is no should. Yeah, should is kind of counterintuitive. Your experience is just is what it is. What did I say? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> what did I say? Wait, to be clear, I didn't no, use you said, I didn't use you it said, again, You though. said I should be like over this. Like this shouldn't be coming right, but up then, anymore. And you brought it up the should thing, but then yeah. I didn't say it again. No, you right. didn't. No one said you did. You both said should. No, we were still commenting on the previous should. Yeah. Okay, that was confusing. I was saying that, like, saying this shouldn't be coming up is like. Agreed. There is no should. Yeah. Of course not. It, it is. is or it isn't. Yeah, it just exactly. is. Of course not. And maybe you don't want it to be coming up, but. Of course not. Dude, you know what the sickest advice, actually, that uh, I got from watching uh, people teach people how to surf that I've been so much applying to my songwriting life mm. right now is do you remember? Where you look is where you're going to go. Yeah, dude. Dude, it's dude, the dopest that, advice that ever. That is life. That's I not know. songwriting. That literally dude, is the best advice. Everything. advice. It's so good. And I'd heard it like many times and only recently started putting it together. It's like a manifestation tool, I guess, in itself in a way. Dude, it's real. But it's whatever so you real. focus on, dude. Oh my God. whatever your aperture is focused on 100%. is what what you manifest I, I i was thinking about it specifically too outside of any of this just like when i was driving a couple days ago too and i i, I caught myself driving and then seeing like a lady kind of step out on the street a little bit uh -huh. and then noticing that the more i watched the more i kind of towards <laughs> possibly hitting her at some point i was like that might be a different so thing. true mm. <laughs> yeah maybe. that might be a different no. thing but I, I i really think that like I don't know. It's, say it, say that's it. really it's good. Like, I so really dumb. think that where you look is where you go. Dude, Dude I know. It's true. That's it. Can I, can I ask you, I too? Love that. I think all of us here, like at least for myself, it sucks that I think so many beautiful messages get like 
just sound like even that it's like so cringy but it's so true that one's not but you do you know what though you can teach yourself to like the cringe which is what i'm doing now things that are like trite or like corny i'm starting to like the corniness the corniness almost draws me to it more stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, I guess it's yeah, it's my own syndrome that I go. It's my own problem. No, I, I had that too. It's the really same bad. Like you know, I want even like tattoos and stuff. And we all here have like gotten a lot of tattoos together. And like, yeah. <clears throat> shout out to Samurai, amazing person. You should have him on the podcast. I'm oh yeah, on it. he's Big amazing. Time. But like you know, I was gonna get for example, I was gonna get on my hand. Uh, existing, existing is enough. Because yeah, I remember cool. being in a therapy session and being like. Like saying it and crying, just like mm-hmm. crying. And he like, yeah. th- like really worked me through. It was really amazing and beautiful. And I was like, this is amazing. I love everything about this. Yeah. And I thought about getting it. And I was like, yeah, it's too serious. It's too to the point. And I have a problem sometimes with being like Mr. Cool, I think. Or we like all being do. like, we all it's do. not cool. I think we literally and all do. And also, dude, I feel like so- sometimes I like, if I say something or like, I think my biggest issue is like, I think both of you, especially you, were like big influences in my life in certain ways, creatively and like for funny things. I felt like, you guys were like a step ahead of me and I think we're already in like a different category without sounding like an asshole. You know what I mean? But you for, said Oh, I see, I see what you're saying. But I said yeah. it anyways. Yeah, but you said it, so we're here now. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, the point, I guess, for me was just like, I... I um, That's a really nice thing that you said, by the way. Yeah, I appreciate that. What? Thank you. Thank you. That you think we're funny? That you, that you, yeah. s- you, just, that you think we're good at stuff? Yeah, yeah and you are. And, uh, but it's also, I think, held me back in certain ways. Like, I can't post this thing. Like, if Grant thinks something I post or do is funny, it's, like, huge for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, the idea of getting something so serious, sometimes I'm – not that I'm saying, oh, Grant would think it's too serious. That's not what I'm saying. But it's, like, maybe deep ingrained in me now where it's, like, if it feels too serious or on the nose, it's, like, "Eh, I don't – Dude, I – But I need to get over it. I agree with you. Because I see it with you and I see it with our friends. I see it with myself that, like, I think we're all just starting to accept that, like, we're all lame. Yeah, totally. We're all lame sometimes. So, like, we're just, it's just, you got to do the lame thing. Yeah. And know that your friends are just going <clears> to, <throat> they're not judging you like you think they are. And I wonder if, like, talking about pendulum swinging, I wonder if, like, culture is going to move just towards, like, cringe core or something at some point. I, dude, I already like, think it is. Maybe it's just in my head, but I think that um, corny is starting to become, like, the authentic. Yeah, and like not in a uh, ironic way. Yeah, no. Like the more like corny is yeah. like, oh, that's authentic. You're just being yourself. Totally. Like, but then will way. it become so mainstream that it's not even corny anymore? Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, but yeah. corny will. Oh my be. god, cringe will always be there, and corny is always there for a reason. Yeah, you know, dude, it's like, um, uh. It's the same way that, like, I always use the Borat example. They're like, very nice. Like, everybody started doing it after the movie came out. And then, like, people did it for so long that it was like, okay, don't do that. And then people who did it were, like, embarrassing. Like, don't do the Borat thing around me. That's embarrassing. And then we started doing it, making fun of the people who did it. But now it's then, But then it's, like, funny to do it. Then it becomes actually funny. So it's just, like, a fucking, that's how everything is. Fashion, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh like I don't know, maybe people start like sincerely listening to Nickelback, like loud, like people we are they friends mean with. It. Yeah, Dude, you know what? I actually have like one of like one of my bigger songs is with this uh this country artist, this dude Bailey Zimmerman. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the first time we met him, we sat down. We were asking him like what he was into, and he's like, like no joke, I I love Nickelback. Like yeah. I think they're sick, and I think he's a great songwriter. And, and did like, you like it when he said dude, that? Dude, I thought it was so sick. And That's he what said I'm saying. So we think it's cool. We like it. I know. It. I was like, and it kind of made me like rethink the way that I thought about Nickelback for a minute too, because like I think we just hated it. I never hated it. I didn't like I think it was what just they were associated that was like, with. Remember, like, the radio? But I always thought they like, were good. Remember the radio? <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, just, I used to fall asleep with my little alarm clock radio, and I would just filter through, like, the alternative station, whatever, like, the pop station, just, like, hear, like, the same songs all the time. And fucking, look at this photograph. You hear it, like, a thousand times. I never... That wasn't the one that I. That was that. I know it was big, but. So heaven, you a hard world breaking. And I bring down. I bring down. I And I'm still down now. What's the name of that one? I don't even know. Is it like how you remind me? Just call it number two or number one. Still down, dude. Yeah, still down. Still down. I liked that song when it was when it came yeah, out. Yeah, I, I mean, we when all did, but at at, one, at some point it just was on so much. But what's that, crazy like, is I had to do research on why they were so hated, and I realized that most people hated them because other people hated them. Yeah, there wasn't even a real reason. No, totally. And the reason that the original adopters, the early adopters of the hate, didn't like them is because supposedly Chad Kroger, singer said a bunch of super douchey shit consecutively in interview after interview. Right. And so people started to turn on him. And then it became this huge Which thing. Which is crazy because people have been saying douchey shit in music since the beginning of music. Yeah, but I think that they were just like toeing the line of like, dude, like you're already like. I have a really good Chad Kroger story and I just realized that I can't, I can't say who it is. Yeah. But Chad Kroger gave uh, an artist friend of mine like sex advice. Uh-huh. Once was it really bad? No, it was really good. Really, he was basically like, "You need to stop watching porn like immediately." Oh, and like that's sick. Yeah, he's like, "How much? Oh, I, how much of this can I talk about?" I like, I like Chad. <laughs> now, <laughs> he was I mean, married crossed, to Avril Lavigne. Probably crossed the line a while, a long time ago. That's uh, true. what the fuck was I gonna say? Oh, you, I think you said something one time, like. like I can't remember what it was. You just like owned it. Like, you know how when people say things that you never think of, it's not like they're even, they don't always have to be like bad or embarrassing, but it's something you would never think is like a cool thing to own. And then one day someone owns it super hard and you're like, that's it. Yeah, this is like super just relying on an example right now. I like need to. Oh, uh, but you so know bad. what I'm getting at. I think I do, but I It's like need. someone who's like, um, okay, I'll give you an example of what mine is. Yeah. Um, and then maybe you'll be able to relate it. But like I had one recently where like I imagined going like, yeah, I'm terrified to be alone. Like, but not like I'm embarrassed or it's a secret or scary thing. I'm like, yeah, no, fuck that. I don't want to be alone. I can't wait to like have a partner. Like I just want to be like married or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? It's kind of embarrassing to admit that you're scared to be alone. But if you just own it super hard, it's kind of cool. Do you know what I'm saying? But you don't get what he's saying? No. You're saying that's cringe? No, I'm saying it's cool. 
sure. No, it's simple. It's cool to it, own. No, it is cringy. It's cool. But if you say it and you just own it and it's just like, no, like that's not cringy. What do you mean? Yeah, it's just then a fact. it makes it cool. It makes it cool. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, but things like that. And you did it one time and I can't remember. Like, like you st- it was the first time I considered it. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I actually like it. was like it. a phrase or something? It was just something you like, no, something that was like, I would have thought would have been something you wouldn't want to like brag about, right. but you you were like you owned it super hard as if it was like nothing. Was it about like, like maybe being in a relationship? Mm. Or like was it something recent? No, I don't know. It, it could be like someone going like, yeah, I come hella fast. Like I can't wait to get in there and just come. Like it's like the, or something. I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big something time. like that. Mm. Totally feel that. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just flip it. You just own it, and then it's kind of cool. I don't think that I don't. I mean, I've said that a lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, we should wrap it up pretty soon. <laughs> We're getting pretty close. Because now okay. your mom's gonna listen to this. I or know. Dad, oh, dude, you guys are adults. I agree. Yeah. No, you're right. They both had to come for you guys to exist. Yeah, I still. I mean, there's no. Well, like, no. I, just yeah, my dad. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Sure that that okay, also, you're right, but. When women have an orgasm, it makes the pregnancy much more likely. Damn it, Michael. That's not even bad. Wait, really? It, just acknowledging that women have orgasms? No, we're just talking about our parents, dude. I'm just saying in general, parents, if a woman here. comes during sex yeah. and you ejaculate into her... Thumbstick. <laughs> into her receptacle... Oh God. Uh, <laughs> dude, I gotta dump all of this. <laughs> no, you don't. There's no way. Just own it, dude. Do you guys like when I tried to say that? Uh, that saying like, uh, yeah, I, I'm terrified to be alone is cool, and then you had no reaction, hey, I, and you were like, hey, wait, let me you ask lost you guys me. for some advice. It wasn't let cool. me ask you for some advice. Also, we should wrap this up soon. It's okay, getting yeah. pretty late, but yeah. Honestly, this is something I've struggled with for a while. As I put out more content, and I'm becoming more of like oh, god damn it i'm becoming more of like a figure in american volleyball for men in some way you know just say it whatever it's fine. i guess the point i'm trying to make is like it gets really hard when i want to present my authentic self because i think something that is winning in our culture we talk about owning it is just being who the fuck you are absolutely yeah. and something i've always prided myself on is like talking how i'm talking to you guys to like anyone else totally yeah. and a, a, some version of that to like you know kids i'm not like you know we're not gonna be talking about coming with my parents specifically but <laughs> talking about know. coming yeah. and your parents <laughs> or in your parents <laughs> hey dude none of it we're not gonna talk about are you uncomfortable it, wait stop dude. <laughs> really dude no, your parents gonna... know what jizz Mike, is dude <laughs> Knock yeah. it off, yeah, dude. It's no insulting. More. It's insulting to no them. No more, dude. It's Honestly, insulting to jizz. Okay. <laughs> it's insulting to jizz. Look, I'm asking for advice. To dude. deny its I'm existence. I'm asking for advice. As someone like me. You were jizz. Listen, listen. You know that? Listen. Now, you a lot of the audience. Hopefully we were all jizz, dude. It, dude. The oh, whole Michael. human race at one point. Was two. Was jizz. Yeah. Literally. You're In right. God's balls. Dude, dude. <laughs> Einstein. And Martin Luther King Jr. were both jizz. Yeah. <laughs> At one point. 100%. Yeah, you're right. They were, Hitler was jizz. Hitler might be was right, jizz. Dude. He was just jizz. <laughs> hey, man, you were just jizz. <laughs> we got to end really this good. because this feels profound, what I'm saying, and it's yeah. not. No, it no, is. It's getting to that delusional time of night. It is in a way, dude. though. I like it. Dude, Gandhi was jizz. Yeah, it's a cool way let's to... Just, oh, let's, find, let's just find one that Dude, hits. actually, if I saw dude, someone be, oh, wearing a shirt that said Gandhi, Gandhi was, was jizz, jizz. <laughs> I think would actually laugh pretty hard. 
<laughs> no, but let's just find one that hits. Yeah. Like that's not. We Gandhi? can stop after, but who? Not that's not Gandhi. Yeah, yeah, like a like a person that it really hits that they. Dude, would I miss. honestly think it's just a great strategy for going around. Like when someone makes you mad, you just in your mind you're <laughs> you just, just say, like you were just jizz. You were just jizz. Yeah. You like, know. No, but who else was just jizz? Wait, Michael. Just give me one. I'm just Wait, asking for no, one. This is killing me, dude. Because this is the hard. This is the hardest part about like. Me putting out content. Me then starting, edit it out no, if you have. No, listen, to. dude. I may or may not. I haven't decided yet. It's not okay. the point, dude. Okay. Okay. The point I'm trying to make is the thing that I've struggled with is like I love having these types of conversations. Mm-hmm. I love them because we grew up as Seinfeld kids. Right. It hits harder if you say what, someone you know was just. What's just really funny. hard for me, dude, is understanding that parents, kids I might work with one day, like a wide range of people are going to be listening to this. So my question to you, my thought for both of you is that right. how do you handle it? If you're me, give me some advice because you got to go to the 90, 10 rule. What's that? You'd be 90% of yourself, 10% for everybody else. Who, yeah. But like who said that I made it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't it buy feels it. Genius. Yeah. 90 is good. 90 is good. good. Yeah. But I would, I would argue that you could be 100% Wait, yourself I want to be cl- and you'd be more successful. I want to be clear. I'm not talking about how I would interact with them on right. a personal level. No, I'm no, talking no. about presenting yourself presenting in media. Presenting myself in media. Yeah. In this podcast now specifically. Right. Yeah. Hitting on a lot of chords that I haven't strummed with other people. Dude, really. I'm trying to imagine your dad on like his iPad or something watching this. Yeah. And then him hearing me say that everyone was just jizz. Yeah. I mean, and how does he not you know laugh? He's gotten better. How does he not pause it and then think about it and go, "That's a well." There's true. also he surprises us sometimes. He with does, things, yeah. As they've gotten older, both mom and dads have surprised me at least. Yeah, you know, I think you just do. It's like anything else; you just do it until it becomes normal. You kind of just have to go for it. I but guess. you don't think any part of me should be like it's not necessary if like young volleyball kids are watching this no because i've never wanted to be that way and then at sometimes i'm like okay it doesn't mean i can't be myself if you're still. making content particularly for youths then yeah no you shouldn't you, you should, should dump this. maybe there's like a yeah but like yeah but if you're not now listen to me i give i gave you my scenario my scenario is a majority of the following i think and i hope for this podcast is 18 to 35 let yeah. me ask you something do you want your business to be... I just got to remember that those kids were just, were just jizz at some point. Dude. <laughs> dude, and their parents who will get mad, they were just jizz. Yeah, but listen, do you want your business to be jizz? content for children? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I gotta think about this one for a long time. I actually really liked that a lot. That was yeah, one of the best things I've heard in a long time. Do you want your business to be content for children or something bigger? Yeah. Because if you listen, do you want do you want your career to be catering to kids? No. Then then no. You commit to this now. Right. But a part of what I do. So put out children's content. Yeah. But this is not children's content. Dude, also, since we're just relating everything back and forth here to music and the other things, it's like putting on music. You want to, in your mind, create something that's so generationally great that everyone, no one could listen to it and go, I don't like this. Yeah. But it's like, it is implicit in making music that some people are going to like it and some people are yeah. not. And you just have to be okay with that. And what Rick Rubin hammers in every 
piece of content he's appeared in is that the only real metric that you should be uh, measuring your creations against is if you like it. Your taste is the only thing you need to be satisfying because that's going to create the best art. Mm. Because any other metric is fake. It's not real. It's a moving target. It's like this person or this imaginary person, and you're only like imagining what would they like or what's gonna, like, what are they going to accept, what's going to be entertaining to them. But it's just you making shit up. Yeah. Well, he's also not talking about jizz. You know what I mean? I'm sure he's, he's worked with people who have talked about it a lot. Sure. I'm kidding. I mean, you're totally right. You're right. I appreciate that, dude. My confidence has been boosted. But also, you have to find the line. Like, you can't be afraid to find the line of like, oh, I went too far. Because if you're afraid of that line, you'll always avoid it, and then you won't make like. Cool I mean, there's shit. a handful of things that I don't want to bring up because we need to wind this down that I've like wanted to talk about just because I think that they're interesting talking points and they're honest and relevant to me. You sh- there should be you should do every single one. There's some that I just are just like s- s- not so not necessary for the fact that right now I represent being a like a USA volleyball player. Right? Yeah. And. I mean, okay. A time and place is is true. Yeah. Is, is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, this is your time and your place. Yeah. So I mean, I guess to me, really, and this is where I, I draw the line. At like, I I don't also, I'm not gonna do anything that's gonna get me in trouble. Like talking about sex and jizz and like, what's gonna get you in trouble? Things I don't want to talk about. Just got a lot of people in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> jizz. <laughs> Yeah, but Jizz also no, created those would people. Me in trouble. You know, it's just, it is, I guess I've just struggled with like trying to find that line. And as someone who grew up as like, I want to be uniquely and authentically myself. And so like these conversations for people are like, you know, I, I don't care that people get offended by it. But sometimes I'm like, ah, damn it. I also like sell, you know, myself as a mentor to kids. Totally. And, yeah. you know, my business coach, for example. That is a. It's a something. That is something you have to contend with. Right. And my business coach is, leans way more on your side of like, just be you. And it's true. Like the difference for me is like, I think the reason that certain parents are going to be more attracted to me is because I'm just being myself and I'm not this like putting I, on this face of I know what to do and come forward. There's nothing wrong with uh, censoring a little bit in order for your business to thrive because it's not the like appropriate place right. for that stuff. So I think that's okay. But I'm just talking about like if you're if you want your the, what you do to go beyond that, that's where you don't. Yeah, maybe yourself. I think too little, you know, too little of myself. Maybe I should be I should be thinking more. I'm gonna pray about it. Yeah, I too. see you as doing something bigger than just <clears throat> mentoring aspiring volleyball players. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that would look like. So, well, that's cool, man. I appreciate that. I imagine like a judge it sending a guy to prison for life. And then me getting in the middle and going, you are both just jizz. <laughs> both, sorry. Dude, no, I, I know it's 100% not. Agree. I just really like that because it's totally true. They can't argue. It's like you're sending him to jail for life. You were just jizz. Totally. And you were just jizz. But one of them. <laughs> he smacks like a squeaker toy. You're mallet. bad jizz. <laughs> and point. then he says, well, he's bad jizz. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's going to jail. He's like corrupted jizz. <laughs> I was good jizz. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, good jizz. Is All right, dude. Beginning. You guys feel good about it. There's that? no good jizz and there's no bad jizz. There's just jizz. All jizz is created equal. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. By God's balls. <laughs> it's just jizz, dude. It's just jizz. It's crazy. We were all white liquid. Wait a second. 
that came but out of a penis. If we're all from God's jizz, then who jizzed God? God. Double God. Double God. Remember Double God? <laughs> oh, my God. We let that go. Yeah, we did. I brought it up to mom and dad once, and they hated it. <laughs> of course God. they yeah, did. Because we were like, well, if God exists, then who created God? And they were like, well, no, nothing. God's always existed. I'm like, no. Double God created God. <laughs> He's like God, but Grant and I came up with like <laughs> a Instagram page. I think we made it. We made an Instagram account called Double God, and we were gonna like write a Double God Bible, yeah. like the Double Bible. 100%. Whoa! Because we're our whole bit was just like our religion is well, like okay, you believe in God, but we believe. It was like, in but it was God. like the prequel to God, you know? Yeah, like we were here before yeah. you. Like our if God, God is more the right movie than existed God. and it's what we know as God now. Like we were gonna write the prequel to God. Yeah. Just like our God created your God, down. so our God is better. Yeah. Whoa. Oh my God, do you remember Taylor? How far? Our did... God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God his is an power? awesome Sorry. God. Jizz. <laughs> his, what his wisdom, power? power, and love. Oh, his wisdom, yes. power, and love. Gosh, dude, they really nailed it with uh, like some Christian songs are really catchy. They're ripping, dude. I know. Enough that that still is with us to this day i know i remember it so well i like guitar all right we're done I yeah think <laughs> <laughs> i think ending on that's probably the best we're gonna that's get it, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure. i want to say been, the rest okay, that's fine Let's we'll do a part note, two you know? it'll be great we can pick up with Ooh, whatever you do part two. And people <laughs> if you guys absolutely. love this comment and uh, oh maybe we'll God. do a part two dude this was yeah. wildly fun okay and i actually feel like i learned something about both of you which is cool great yeah same i learned whoa this was long something this was long yeah no one's gonna listen to it it's fine it's fine no one's Okay. All right. Can I? <laughs> I like the idea oh, wait, just, uh, of the people who stay the latest yeah. get to hear us talk about jizz because yeah, there's no, be... there's like three people in the audience right now. It's kind of cool. It's like they got to the adults only section. Oh, that is. It's cool, like if you dude. stay at the comedy yeah. store till two a.m., you start to see like the weird stand up. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes it gets really good too. Yeah, it does. And the audience members are the hammered. We've ended yeah. it three times. Yeah, we did try to end it. A the podcast. Times. This is like a that's pretty standard. Yeah. I'm gonna put my mic down right now. Um, no, before Let you do, do before you do that, uh, for people who are interested and really love the things that you were saying, uh -huh. where can they find out about the things that you're doing? I want to like you know give you the chance to boost anything. Oh, that, thanks. Yeah. Um, the Michael Garmony podcast is one. You can just search that on any, on anything, and it'll be there. YouTube, Will you talk Spotify, about Michael, Michael Garmony podcast. Just like a quick little. It's just all mental health, existential shit. Yeah. Okay. I would like to do more of this though, because it's fun to talk about yeah. jizz. Yeah, agreed. Oh, dude, me too, dude. If I could, all I would do oh. is talk about jizz. I talk dude, about jizz all the time. If if someone made a podcast that was just like called jizz, yeah. or let's hey, talk about. Can I ask you? Guys, is there anything better? Can I ask you guys an honest question. Yeah. Do you think you would ever? Do you think this is a good crew to do a podcast? Yeah, the three of us. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Do you, now be honest with me. Do you think it'd be better if it was just you two? No. 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 Well, do you think no, no, I really no. provide a third person? Okay. <laughs> a third jizz. Yeah. <laughs> no, it three is always better. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty true. Three is pretty good. Three is always better than right. two. Yeah. And when it comes to like funny, at least. Right. I think. Yeah. There's always like two really funny guys and then a tall guy. <laughs> That's like every podcast. <laughs> okay, George. <laughs> there you go. That's great. 
Yeah. I'll play some then. It's fine. Yeah, no, no. This is good. All right, whatever. Anyways. I wonder how not funny or entertaining this was to the people listening. We'll never know. We're not them. Because I'm like, what? I think I'm like, we're seasoned enough to know, like, yeah, we didn't just do the best podcast of all time. Yeah, that's fair. But right. at certain points, it kind of felt like it. Right. Yeah, but, totally. But also, I think it could have been a lot better if we had really no script. And we were really just feeling like we could say. We I don't know how more not scripted we could be than having no, 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 no script. No, no, no. 100%. <laughs> that's pretty much you. what I'll we were. You. We had some, there was some implanted of like, this is a volleyball audience and we're going to try to find some parallels in like music. Oh, you mean if there wasn't like parameters? Oh my God. Yeah. Like no parameters. Yeah. I was just talking about how great it would be if there's a podcast that was called just like jizz or let's talk about jizz. Come town. And it was great. Anyway, sorry. They probably actually shouldn't know that we like that podcast. No, probably not. Nah, we'll cut it out. You got to do a lot of cutting out on this one. Dump it. (laughs) All right. The Michael Garmy podcast. uh, Hold up music. Yeah, hold up. Hold up is my music. Some of it. Yeah. Anything else? No. Working any nothing? Thanks, though. Grant, you got anything? I got nothing to promote. You know, I'm just just your brother. Well, we're going, we're doing shows together. Yeah, we'll do some shows. So that's cool. You don't want to talk about it? What you do? do Music that you do? November. Can I tell them? Yeah. Your ex boyfriend? Yeah. That's your artist name? I have yeah, a little, I have, I'm, a little bit. Fuck. Can you have music I like, out? I have a little thing that when I write songs that I don't like for anybody else, I put you them out were, for myself. It's yeah, so, under, it's so EXBF, I right? I mm-hmm. both agree, dude. I, I think it's crazy to me how, like, you've been, at least for me. Like, I have to eat. Are we going to talk gonna, about no, the rest of this no, on no, the no, pod? But I just think it's incredible that, like, even, you've just Guarantee never been one to promote this goes for another 20 minutes. Well, I don't really technically. You worked at Starbucks for 10 years and was so much more talented. You should have gone there a long time ago and found the thing that eventually found you. Right. But I'm just like, it's always blown my mind as someone who's like as like socially confident and like so creative. Yeah, but it's like that's why this is also like the job I have is the perfect job for me. Because like I get to do all the things that I've always wanted to do without having to like promote myself. Mm. And I do promote myself in some ways too. Like I have to talk myself up to people. I have to like pitch myself to people. You think on, you're getting better at it? Yeah, in a way. Yeah. I, I, in, the, in the capacity of my job, Yeah. Have you but ever said, like, I'm great at writing songs? I know I'm great at writing songs. No, but have you ever said that to someone? Yeah. In the business? For sure. Like, in to pitch yourself? Yeah. I, oh, I, that's cool. And I think, well, I do it fun. I, I tell people I'm the greatest songwriter ever sometimes, like, for fun. Oh. But, like, I do. No, but, like, I definitely, I like, I definitely think I'm really good at writing songs. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I like not having an agenda or, like, things to promote. Plus, like... I don't know. We can, don't need to get too much about what my job is. I'm going to start looking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. This there you go. Ex-boyfriend. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. Um, this, was, this was fantastic. I love both of you. I love you. I love you, too. Love you. I, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. That's important. Thank you. Big time. I love you. I love you. I love you.